Hello everyone, and welcome to the Clockwork Cantina, episode 120. 120, How are you doing baby. out there, guys? Yeah, 120. That's that's two sixties put together. Yeah. Um, here, show's man. still going strong. I'm one of your hosts, Josh902. This is the other host of the show. DT3, what's going on, everyone? And how are we doing, guys? We didn't have a show last week because I had a terrible migraine and it fucked me up for like several days. But we're good now. We're good this week. We have a ton to talk about. DT's sure here. Do. He was he was at celebration. We got photos. Yeah. We got news. We got trailers. We got the whole fucking deal today. Let's fucking do it. DT, how are you feeling? You feeling good? You hype? Tired, but I'm good, man. I'm I'm excited to go through everything that uh you know was revealed that celebration we're excited to talk about some of the stuff that i saw that everyone else didn't you know yeah uh, it's gonna be fun man it's gonna be fun i got some pictures i got some videos uh from celebration uh, as just was saying i was there for the weekend uh for three days uh I'm, I'm, I'm excited to get into that man also happy memorial day everyone yeah Memorial Day, remember the fallen and all that. It is. Uh, I'm feeling good today. I'm feeling. I'm feeling. I'm. I'm rested. I'm energized. I had some food like right before we started. A few chicken tendies I had left over from yesterday, so I got hey. energy. I'm good to roll. We're going. We got a lot to talk about though. We got a lot of news. We got a lot of what we've been up to too because we missed last week. So it's gonna be like two weeks of what we've been up to. Um, yeah. So let us just go ahead and just get started with that. Uh, DT, you're up first, my friend. Let me say, so what have you been, been up to? It's been a wild past couple of weeks, um, uh, since our last episode. Um, I have since played, completed The Outer Worlds, completely done. Video should be up on YouTube now. You know, episodes going up every day. Um, so that's been cool. That was a fun game, man. If you guys haven't haven't played that, I hundred percent recommend it. If you're into like RPGs that are kind of like Fallout uh, style, um, really, really, really enjoyable game. I had a absolute blast playing it. Um, been playing more Fortnite, of course. Uh, that's been fun playing with the gang, with the group people that we play with, and uh, yeah, I just I just enjoy playing that. It's just, it's a fun. It's a fun time, you know. Uh, it was the 20th anniversary of episode two, the attack of the clone. So I rewatched it on this day of the anniversary. Obviously, we're talking a couple. We're talking literally two weeks ago from today. Uh, but yeah, it was you know had to had to do it, man. Uh, I have a hundred percent. I <laughs> this also happened two weeks ago, but I hundred percent completed finally Lego Star Wars: The Skywalker Saga. Oh yeah, hundred percent done. I hundred percent in it completely. There's nothing left to do in that game unless they add more DLC or whatever. But we're done. Uh, I played more Sea of Thieves. I I reached finally Pirate Legend. I don't know if I said that two weeks ago or not, but I don't think yeah, you we said finally it. reached that. Well, think, anyway, Pirate Legend, baby, I made it. Yeah. Uh, we're there. I, I, I've been playing. I was playing that game more recently before Celebration again, but man, uh, yeah, that 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 game's fun and also frustrating. But you know, it's been more fun than frustrating lately. <laughs> yeah, I watched. Yeah. I started the second half of Ozark. 
Only watched one episode though, episode eight of season four, because I've just been super busy. Um, so I have to get back to watching that. Uh, watched the finale of Halo, the show, season one of Halo. Uh, did that. Watched the third episode of Strange New Worlds as well. Uh, I'm enjoy- enjoying that. Got to watch the new episode. Haven't had a chance to see it yet because, again, busy, busy. Uh, I watched all the entirety of Love, Death, and Robots Volume 3. All of it. All of Season 3, I watched it. Uh, it was it was great. It was fun. Uh, and also, some episodes were not so fun. But they, but I mean that not in a bad way. But as in, like, you know, they're just... If you know what type of show that is, you know, you know what I'm talking about. But yeah. I enjoyed... I enjoyed pretty much every episode. It was, uh, it was really, really, they were really, really good. I like that type of stuff, though. You know, anthology kind of different anime animation style or different, you know, kind of stories you're telling in each episode. But anyway, did that. Um, I played in in the multiverses alpha. You know, multiverses, the new Warner Brothers Smash Bros. kind of game with Superman and Batman and uh, Arya Stark and fucking Adventure Time Bros. and all that. Um, so that was cool, you know, Shag- Ultra Instinct, Shaggy, and whatnot. But anyway, Bugs Bunny, you know, socking the shit out of him. But yeah, that that was pretty cool. I finally, <laughs> like a week ago, or I don't know how long ago, it's it's been a little bit now. I finally watched Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness, and oh boy, that was a good movie, man. I mm-hmm. fully enjoyed it. I thought it was a great time. Uh, you know, continuing to be excited for the future of the MCU. I'm hyped for where America Chavez goes from here. I really enjoyed her character. Yeah, and, she was great. Uh, yeah, I uh, I'm excited, man. I'm excited for for what's what's to come after that. And then now uh, we, we like a week a week ago started playing Evil Dead the game, and I've been having a good time with that. It's been really really fun. I streamed it even a, a few days last week. And uh, I'll probably be playing it more. I've been playing, you know, probably playing more off stream and whatnot. But uh, yeah, that's been that was cool. And then obviously watch the first two episodes of Obi Wan Kenobi when those dropped. And oh man, I can't wait till we get to talk about that on the podcast. That's gonna be good, man. Yeah, boy. That's gonna be good. I'm excited for that. Oh, that's gonna yeah. be good. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Indeed, indeed, indeed. Um, and then finally, the last thing here is that I started watching Stranger Things, but I only watched the first four episodes. I was actually, I started watching them when I got home from Sour Celebration. And I was so tired that I started falling asleep during like the third episode or something, man, because I was just so exhausted. Man. But I watched the first four episodes and I have to, uh, I got to finish the rest. I got to finish the rest. But uh, we're four episodes in. And uh, yeah, that that's kind of what I've been up to, man. It's been, it's been crazy. It's been crazy, but but a lot of fun. Yeah, yeah. All right, uh, it is my turn, I guess. So I've been up to playing. Yeah. I was playing. Everybody was playing this on on Twitch there for a couple weeks. Was V Rising, which was that vampire like action RPG survival, Val Valheim ish type game. I played a good chunk of it. I like it a lot. I've stopped playing it because it is early access and they're going to be adding more to it. And I want to restart at some point in the future, knowing what I know now from learning the game, where I want to put my base and stuff like that. And maybe, you know, later on, people more more of my friends will get it and we'll all be playing together, hopefully. Uh, 
But that I played it. I like it. I enjoyed it a lot. And it's uh, I stopped playing it because uh, I'm going to restart at some point in the future. And I'm just going to wait till they... I might wait for a release. I might wait for their next big patch. I might... I don't know exactly how much we're going to do. But we'll see. I'm still playing SWOTOR. I've been playing SWOTOR a lot. A lot, a lot, a lot. Um, the last couple of weeks. It's just kind of been my... I get on, I try to do the season pass thing, and then I'll, I'll hop off. Or I'll do a few story missions and try to finish a planet, and I'll hop off. Been leveling my trooper. What is there to say about SWOTOR at this point? Not really a whole lot. Um, so, yeah. Uh, and the other game thing I've been doing is I played a little bit of 44 last night with the boys. That's right, I have been... Uh, yes. I have been corrupted. Kidding, joking, obviously. Not corrupted. <laughs> uh, but I did want to play games with my friends, and they're playing Fortnite. I played it, and I had a good time. Uh, I stopped playing because I had to go take a shower, so I tagged out, and then I just finished up doing this next thing that we're going to talk about uh, after that. So it just kind of ended up taking the rest of my time for the night. But I am playing it. I had fun with it because I'm with my friends. Um, I have, We watched Halo finale. Watched uh, So, yeah, watched that uh, a couple weeks ago. Uh, yeah. That was the thing that existed, and we watched. Uh, <laughs> uh, Strange New Worlds, uh, episode three, again, a couple weeks ago. Watch that. I'm behind. Haven't watched the newest one. Uh, uh, I finished Stranger Things, the new season. Enjoyed it. Uh, well, the I, I guess I can't say I finished the season because it's broken up into two parts. But I finished yeah, volume finished one, yeah. Yeah, uh, which I, I hate that they break it into two. I get why they do uh, it, but yeah, I hate that I, they do it. Um, I hate it also. Like, it's just—it's it, so like. I'm, like, I'm give not me all to me, man. Why do you make me wait like thirty-five days? Um, or whatever. But yeah. Yeah, I mean, I, like I to be fair, the, the wait—it's not gonna be that long. But like, still, it's just like, why? Why still, split up a like, season why? into two parts? Yeah, I don't like it. I don't like it. But it—they don't listen to me, I guess. Um. I uh, I watched Obi Wan episodes one and two. Can't wait for our podcast episode on that when we when we talk about it. Can't wait. I have some thoughts. I'm sure Daniel has some thoughts. That show made yeah. me feel really stupid, by the way. But we're, we'll talk about that when we do the really. Huh. <laughs> I wonder why. I don't. I don't know <laughs> yeah. what you mean by. I don't. I don't know what. Yeah. We'll talk about it when we talk about it. We'll talk about it. Talk about it. I'm really curious I, now. What the hell? Uh. Uh, I watched Top Gun Maverick uh, in theaters. I went and saw that, and uh, it's going to be weird to say, but I think it's my movie of the year so far. As strange as that is know. to say, wow. out of everything okay. I've seen, Damn. out There's of everything I've stuff seen, that's come out this year. I know, so that right? Is, that is a statement. Yeah, I have seen, I have seen in theaters this year, Doctor Strange, The Northman, which I loved The Northman. I know some people didn't, but I did. I've seen The Batman in movie theaters right and this is like this is like my number one right now you know and it could be the hype you know i had to go back and re-examine it a little bit but i don't know i was just so thoroughly entertained throughout the whole deal you know it wasn't it wasn't super long and it didn't have really slow bits and that might be what appealed to me i loved the batman but there are moments in the bat that batman is a long movie and i was entertained throughout the batman but I think Top Gun, because it's a shorter, more action-oriented film, there's always something happening. 
And it was just like, there's so much. It's also got kind of like the nostalgia of the old Top Gun associated with it. But man, it's so good. If you can't, if you can see it, go see it in the movie theater because the jet scenes, the fights, the, the whole deal, it was just fantastic. I enjoyed the shit out of Top Gun. And right now, with hype, obviously I have to re-examine it at the end of the year because we still got movies coming this year uh, as well. Like... But right now, it's kind of sitting there in that number one spot for me. It's odd, and I never thought I'd be saying that. I, I went to this movie like, I'm probably going to enjoy this. It'll probably be fun. I come out like, I think it's the favorite thing I've seen this year in movie theaters. And I love Doctor Strange, too. And I loved The Northman, and I loved The Batman. So it's like, shit. <laughs> you know? Like, it's crazy. But it's, it's there. That is, um, that is interesting. Yeah, I, 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 I can't. I'm looking forward to watching that one too. Whenever I do, because I heard I've been hearing nothing but great things about it. Yeah, yeah, it's 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 fantastic. I, I kind of want to go see it again. Awesome. Um, I've been doing some stuff outside, a lot of garden stuff, um, mostly. Uh, just going out yeah. and uh, touching the grass every day because you guys you gotta go out there and get some sun every once in a while. I'm look, I'm like a hermit. I like staying in the house, especially when it's hot. All right. But I've been trying to get out a little more and get a little sun. I've been wearing my I'm going to get that farmer tan going on because I got this tank top on. Right. I'm going to I'm just going to I'm going to be super like if I move this move the strap over, you're going to be blinded by my whiteness. Um, but, you know, like I'm just trying to go out a little bit more. It's good to get out there. Even though I have terrible allergies at times and fucking fucks up my nose, but it is good to go out and get some sun and feel the grass and mess around outside for a little while. So I've been trying to do that a little more. Um, and the last thing I've been doing is I've been trying to learn some video editing. Um, so like, this is a skill I feel like I've needed for a very long time. Probably most of us that stream or, or do YouTube stuff probably need. Uh, at least a little bit of knowledge in. Um, so I've just been trying to learn. I've been try watching YouTube videos and practicing with different things, recording different things, editing different things. If you watched any of my reactions this past week, you'll probably notice some jump cuts that I edited out where I had giant brain farts. It was like, okay, I sound really stupid. I need to get rid of this part and out of here. <laughs> so, um, yeah, I've just been trying to learn. You know, I'm going to use it for the good of uh, Cantina as well. I'm thinking about some ways that we can use video editing uh, to make little highlight videos and compilations of some of our good moments on the show. Um, Hell yeah. Uh, I would love to be able to do that as I learn. Like, I'm not yeah. I'm not a class A editor yet. I would like to be one day. I would like to be able and to do you, lots of things. You gotta, I'm getting there. You gotta, start from, you gotta start from somewhere, man. It's true. It's the true. Build, you sure do. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. So, yeah, I'm trying to learn. And uh, it's not... It's not as hard as I thought it'd be. At least the basics. I'm sure it will get hard when you start doing the advanced shit and like trying to make everything look good. You gotta have a good eye for it. Um, but yeah, man, that's all the stuff I've been up to. The dice-making stuff, I didn't put it in the news because... Well, I mean in the news. In my notes, my personal notes, I was... Uh, I was going to have made some dice. However, the post office decided to screw me and leave me without my molds. For three days, because we have a postal holiday today, and it was supposed to come yeah. Thursday, and it, or sorry, it was supposed to come Friday, and it didn't, and then Saturday, the mail didn't even run here, I guess they were slow, and then, 
Yeah. They suck. We'll see if it comes tomorrow, and if it doesn't come tomorrow, I'll be real pissed. Anywho, we can move on to the gaming news, DT, if you Anywho. want to, guys. Let's, guys, I think we're going to keep all it. the Star Wars stuff for our second half of the yeah, show, yeah. I believe. So, just want to make we that are, clear from the get-go. Yes. All right. What do we got? Besides, be, well, really quick, besides besides mm-hmm. the Star Wars stuff that was announced before Celebration, anything Celebration will be after, you know, the second half. But anyway, first thing we got here is a gameplay trailer for The Valiant, which was released a couple weeks back. But, you know, we haven't done a show in a few weeks, so we're going to talk about it anyway right now. Yeah, let's check it out. Yeah, it's uh, The Valiant. It's a gameplay trailer. Uh, I figured, uh, Josh, you might uh, you might be into this, so let's let's, oh, okay. uh, let's see what they got here. All right, let's check it out. Oh, I hit play without a countdown. My bad. It's all good. Shit. This is a journey that began over a decade ago. Uderic von Ackenberg and Ulrich von Grevel, knights of the Templar Order, brothers in faith and in arms. They stumbled across something heavenly, a piece of a sundered divine relic never meant to be possessed by man. Uh. Ulrich claimed it, driving a wedge between the knightly brothers, and so Theodoric left the Templars, vowing never to draw his sword again. That, however, wasn't meant to be. Ulrich is wild. Ulrich is a great crusader now, on the warpath to find and unite the other pieces of the relic. Should he succeed, he'll unleash untold evil upon the world. And so Theodoric was drawn into pursuing him across Europe, towards the Holy Land, to stop him. He was joined by new companions on the way. A trusty archer, Conrad, his loyal huntsman, a fervent Gascoigne poised to undertake chivalrous adventures. The eager mercenary captain held that that ability to talent stream makes me think of um, expeditions from Knight of the Teutonic Order. Pretty strongly. <laughs> came together for different reasons, yet each of us took on Theodoric's quest against Ulrich and seek to protect the world from the great peril that wielding the artifact would wreak. I pray to the Lord for strength to prevail, but Ulrich's allies and henchmen keep opposing us every step of the way. And yet, bound by camaraderie and a common cause, while drawing inspiration from Theodoric's determination and faith, Yes, Margin. Our it is. And marches onward. Ever resolute. Ever <laughs> there you go, man. Ever so that is a gameplay trailer for this game called The Valiant. And, Mark Silas. Uh, <laughs> That's pretty funny. Yeah. So I, this is going to be a squad-based RTS set in 13th century Europe and the Middle East. Uh, developed by Kite Games and published by THQ Nordic. Um, but yeah, I put, I put, I, I figured I would put this in here because, you know, you guys know that uh, Josh is uh, into the RTS games. I am. So uh, I, I, I think, you know, I was like, I saw this, I was like, oh, well, you know what, we'll throw this in there and talk about it on the news. And 
looks looks kind of neat. What do you think? Yeah, I think it looks great. Um, I like that time period. That time period is really interesting. The the Crusades and stuff like that. And Crusaders. Yeah. Knights Orders and all that stuff. Love that. That's cool. And the other thing is like this is a game coming to the consoles. This is a yeah. RTS coming to consoles. So that's that's pretty neat. Uh, we don't get a lot of those because it's you know controls. So I'm kind of curious to how they have it. Um, uh, how their control scheme is uh, on the console. Yeah. So. Also, it's also coming to Steam though. For those of you wondering, um, yeah, PC and all that. But uh, but yeah, yeah, it, it that that is the big thing. That's why we you know we got the trailer from the PlayStation channel. So yeah, it, it is it is coming to uh, to consoles. Yeah, you know, you never know. I might want to play with my controller. The controller might be, you know, might be the, the controls are good enough. Try it out, right? Know. With the dual with the dual sense controller. Why not? Some, sometimes I love playing with the controller. All the little extra things that come with these controllers, especially with like on the PS5, is kind of cool. Kind of really cool, actually. Okay. No. All right, Daniel. What do we have next, my friend? Next up, we have a. Uh, some interesting news that dropped two weeks ago also uh and that is that dead by daylight is going to be getting a dating sim spinoff yes oh, man. i know everybody's excited for this it's called hooked on you a dead by daylight dating sim uh so i know every all, all, everybody that plays dead by daylight is super excited for this game uh it was uh they announced it at this at the six year anniversary at the 60th anniversary live stream for Dead by Daylight, and uh, yeah, they actually have a, a, a you know a little bit of a, of a trailer uh, for you know for all you Dead by Daylight fans out there. Um, Hang on, and 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 this is being made by the same team that did the KFC Colonel Sanders one. You know the I love you Colonel Sanders or finger licking good dating simulator that one. The same team that's doing Hooked on You is doing, or, or that is doing this one to that one. That's what I'm trying to say. I'm going to open the YouTube version of the trailer. That way I'm going to full screen for you guys. All right. Let's check so, yeah. out this trailer, I guess. All right. So we'll Three, two, one, play. There it is. Look at that. Get ready to romance your favorite Dead by Daylight characters. The Trapper. The Huntress. The Wraith. The Spirit. Hooked on you, a Dead by Daylight dating sim. Totally into the music. Coming this summer. That's pretty funny. So there you go. Coming this summer, man. A thing nobody asked for, but we're going to give you anyway. Hooked on you at Dating Simulator. Hooked on you. There you go. So I'm, I'm, you know, glad Dead by Daylight fans are getting the dream, you know, their dream game. Yeah. Um, and uh, <laughs> I hear Val's really yeah. excited. Oh, yeah. You know? I mean, you know, after Super that, excited. When, when you when you repair as many generators as you do, you, you know, you just. You yeah. want to try to woo some of the killers, man. After all that, you, you, look, they've been you, chasing you, know. you for so long. You got to give them exactly. what they want. <laughs> now it's not. Yeah, they've been chasing you for so long. It's only it's only fair for you to go chase after them, right? Yeah, right. Like a little bit. God, I wish Val was here so I could piss her off. You have, with, with yeah, yeah. 
You spend so much time lighting up the generators and, and lighting up the area, you know. You, you gotta you gotta light up their hearts now, all right? Like yeah. enough is enough. You got you gotta you gotta go out there and, and show these killers how much how much you're hooked on them, all right? <laughs> uh but anyway. Yeah, that's a <laughs> <laughs> that's a silly ass <laughs> game that they're coming out with, but I just thought it was funny that you know we just, that would you know talk about that because uh, we know a lot of <laughs> Dead by Daylight. Uh, we know a lot of people that play Dead by Daylight. I should say. Yeah, we do. Uh, we but but the next thing I legit am, am, am very interested in uh, it is yeah. the announcement trailer for Greedfall Two: The Dying World. So I actually haven't played this game yet. But I do have it in my list of upcoming games, so I will be playing this soon-ish. I don't know how exactly how soon. So let me tell but you it's something. It's in my next, next few games. What's up? It says Greedfall Two, but I heard I'm not sure that this is a prequel. So it mm. is set before Greedfall One. If my understanding is correct, they're pulling that's a what red people dead. Are saying. Yeah, they're kind of doing a red dead here. So let's check out this trailer. Um, let's check it out. So it's a minute twenty-one. Over again on the PlayStation uh, channel, it was announced over there, I believe. So uh, yeah, let's 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 see what they got. Three, two, one, play. Takes place three years before the first game. Thank you, Majin. Hmm. Okay. Oh my god, they got an alien in this game. There's a xenomorph dog. Get it. Looks like one anyway. I like the outfits in this game. Greedfall 2, The Dying World. Well, we know the world doesn't die because we have a game sure. three years after this. Very, very <laughs> so, true. <laughs> so, not to be a smart ass, but... You're wrong. Uh, You're not wrong about that. that. It is cool that it's getting a sequel. I know a lot of people like Greedfall. I tried to play the original Greedfall a while back, but I just fell off. I don't know why it didn't grab me immediately like some games do, so I need to give it another shot. In the future. I don't know what's on your list of upcoming games, so. It is, it is. I, I, like I said, I'm going to be playing that uh, soon-ish. Not, not super soon, but soon-ish. Because uh, the next game I'm going to be playing is Assassin's Creed Liberation. And then after that, Josh and I are going to be doing another co-op game. We're yeah. gonna be playing Sniper Elite Four, so stay tuned for that because that's coming up as well. Uh, but yeah, um, we can uh, move on to the next thing, uh, which is that uh, the PC PC Gaming Show 2022 is set for June 12th 
That is uh, about two weeks away. We're about two weeks away from this. Uh, they're going to be featuring new games from 11-Bit Studios, Clay Entertainment, and more. So it'll be uh, the PC gaming show will be on June 12th at 2:30 p.m. Pacific, 3:30 Eastern, uh, and of course you'll be able to watch it on YouTube and Twitch. Uh, it'll be hosted by Sean Day Nine Lot and Mika Burton. Yeah, they return. Uh, Day Nine's been hosting yeah, yeah. the PC gaming show for many for years now. For a while, yeah. And then Mika's returning, yeah, because she her first time was last year, right? Yeah, I believe so. And it'll feature a mix of exclusive world announcements, new trailers, and interviews with developers. Uh, some of the games from this year's lineup include an unannounced game from 11-Bit Studios, a brand new project from Clay Entertainment, an exclusive interview on Arma 4 with Bohemia Interactive, and the final trailer for Sam Barlow's mind-bending game, Immortality. Uh, new gameplay from the ambitious mod project of Half-Life Alex Leviation. Uh, an update on Warhammer 40k Space Marine 2 from Cyber Interactive's Tim Willits. And the first gameplay from a highly anticipated grand strategy game, Victoria 3. Uh, as well as one viewer will have a chance to win a dream PC from iBuyPower during the show. Hey. So that's what we have uh, upcoming for <clears throat> uh, PC gaming show. Honestly, I always enjoy the PC gaming show. Like... I don't know if we ever really... <clears throat> I think we've streamed ourselves watching it. It's usually like a more mm-hmm. chill show, but they have some cool announcements that happen in it. Yeah, for sure. I I, I like watching like the the ones that we do watch, you know, like mm-hmm. for for the E3 season of, of things that we do. You know, they're, some of those are, 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 are pretty fun. So I, I, I do enjoy watching uh that and that PC gaming show is one of those that that definitely fits into that. So, yeah, I'm just I, I'm looking forward to it. You know. All right. All right. So that's next, all we Daniel? got. One. Uh, next thing we got is God of War Ragnarok. Uh, some accessibility features that were revealed uh, a couple weeks back. And uh, Santa Monica Studio highlighted a selection of the game's 60-plus accessibility options designed to suit the player's needs. Um, and they talk about God of War and the PC features that they added, you know, to improve that for PC. Uh, and they're going to be continuing to support those features in Ragnarok for PS4 and PS5, which is Sprint Auto Run, uh, Persistent Dot Always on Reticle, uh, aim style, block style, and then new to God of War Ragnarok is subtitle and caption improvements. Uh, I'm going to quote what they said here. We have heavily invested in improving our subtitle and caption system to allow for even more customization and information. And they also have an image here, uh, if you want to throw that up, Josh, so you can kind of see yeah, what me, me uh, they mean by that. So you can change like the caption color, and you can have them on. You want to have them on, obviously, and off, but yeah, they're they're, they're a little bit more a little bit more customizable, you know, they're with the captions and subtitles and whatnot. There it is. So it's pretty cool. I, th- I think that's pretty neat, you know. That uh, yeah, you know, more more accessibility options are always good. Um, so yeah, I think uh, I think what they're what they're doing here is uh, it's pretty awesome. Yes, sir. All right. 
Um, and then I think they have uh, what is this? Uh, another? Uh... Oh yeah, they they sh so they have a little video below that where kind of shows off how the color subtitles look. Um, and then they also have like extra large subtitles if you need that as well. For people who need that. Uh, yeah, captions for like, you know footsteps and 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 the wind howling and, and all that um text and icon sizes uh ui sizes as well like you know you can make them make them smaller and larger they have images in here if you want to fill that up as well like for the ui on the left side they have one that's smaller and then on the right they have one that's bigger uh, which you know, I think all I think all of this is 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 pretty, pretty cool uh, for them to do because you know most games don't go in, into super uh, detailed accessibility stuff like this. And, you know, it's just this is nice to to have that. Yeah. Uh, Beyond that, uh, there's high contrast mode and controller remapping, so you can, you know, move around your buttons and whatnot. Uh, and then, like I said, high contrast mode would be like, you know, uh, makes will make I items and objects different colors, like targets, enemies, and other characters. Um, so when it's active, it'll apply like a layer, color layer to characters and make them more visible against the background. Uh, and you can, you know, desaturate the background also to, for, you know, to further increase the contrast. And there's a, a bunch of other things you can do with that. Um, uh, there's navigation assist, you know, for the camera. Uh, you can orient, you can orient your view towards the compass objective. Well, when not in combat, pressing the navigation assist button will orient your view in the direction of the next story goal. Traversal assistance for like jumping, vaulting, you know, that kind of stuff. Uh, assistance plus adds interaction based moves like climbs, crawls, and squeeze through. Audio cues for you know each of the interaction prompts on screen. Uh, and then they actually have a little audio description trailer for uh, Ragnarok as well. If you want to show that, excuse me. What? <laughs> Thanks. It made me enter my age and then was like, go to YouTube and watch. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It, 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 yeah. It, 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 it does that. That was funny. It's a little three minute, uh, three minute little, little Logo, thing they got PlayStation here. PlayStation Studios. A blizzard cool. outside a dark cave. Yeah, Show whenever you're ready to start, entrance. let me know. Oh, yeah. Hang on. I'm ready. All right. Three, two, one, play. There we go. Logo. PlayStation Studios. See that? Look at that. A blizzard outside a dark cave. Snow wipes out the entrance. I think like, Kratos, obviously, like, I don't need stuff like this, but I think it's really cool for the people that do. Yeah. You know? And the biggest reason I like to talk about it is uh, a teenager, just because there are some features that are great for, for even if you don't have uh, need assistance, but this is a technology that should continually be improved because you never know. You know? Like... Absolutely, absolutely, I agree. My story doesn't end hiding in these woods. Freya rushes them. I should be out there. 
finding out who I am, who Loki is. She turns into a bird. I will not allow you to pick a fight with God. Changing back, she attacks. I don't want to fight. Which, by the way, I'm only half watching this I because I haven't played God of War. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Definitely, definitely, yeah. Dude, you gotta, you gotta play through the first game, Josh. Come on. I'm, I'm going to. I'm going to. I'm getting the urge to stream again. So we'll start up and do something. Kratos and Atreus ride together across the frozen lake of Nine. Odin's got tricks up his sleeve we haven't dared to consider. In a forest. What if there was someone who could help us? Steam-filled Valley Vista. Steam-filled Valley Vista. That's cool. Who's dead? Both on a city canal. Well, for a dead man, Odin seemed pretty keen on seeing he wasn't found. If he's out there, we gotta find him. Sindri walking backwards. Come in. Brock circles Atreus. What in all yarns be the happen to him? In an office. We're trying to stop Ragnarok to help people. And uh, that's an octopus. the only way to do that is war. Kratos grapples an enemy with his blades, followed by a leap attack. War is not the only way reverently holding face pouch stop thinking like a father for a moment and start thinking like a general heavily armed soldiers surround kratos you seem like a calm and reasonable person blades of chaos swirl are you a calm and reasonable person thor reveals his hammer lightning crackles kratos frost his axe enemies appearing by frost the Leviathan X spins through the air, cleaving Draugr on a frozen bridge. That's that's cool, man. In moments of crisis. Magic explodes. I know we're we're watching this trailer for the audio description stuff, but I'm just like looking at all the other all the new enemy types and all the you know like everything going on in the game. And I'm like, man, this looks like amazing. I can't wait to play it. With the blades of chaos, Kratos rips a door down. A prisoner sits inside alone. Are you coming with us? Tear stands, towering <laughs> over Kratos. Loco, God of War, Ragnarok. Nice. So get your answer soon enough. Anger Voda, a teenager with long dark reins, looks back. Well, some of them. She smiles as she walks away. Fade to black. Fade to Play black. Has no limits. There you go. Cool. Yeah, so I think stuff like this is really cool because, you know, obviously all types of people play video games, you know, so I think it's cool to, you know, give them a chance to uh, better understand, you know, what's going on, the story and all that. So uh, definitely, definitely a really cool thing for them to, them to be doing and continuing to improve on and all that, so. Proof of that for sure. But yeah, I guess that that'll do that for do that'll do it for that on the uh, God of okay. War accessibility stuff. You guys can go check out the rest of it over on their blog, I believe, the PlayStation blog. Um, but yeah, go 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 check that out. Uh, so what's the next thing we got, Josh? Next thing we have is that The Witcher 4 is under pre-production. We had known it had been announced, right? We knew it was going to mm. happen, but it's officially concluded its research phase and entered pre-production. It was confirmed in a CD Projekt Red blog post at the studio. The studio looked back on the first quarter of 2022 and revealed that during this time, it completed its research for the new, new Witcher game. Um, there is a little bit of a developer update that says, quote, this is by... Uh, 
Piotr. I cannot. I will not even attempt to pronounce that last name because I will butcher it. Um. Uh. But it says, "Quote: P- We are Piotr, very eager." Piotr Nielubowicz, I believe, is how you say that. But anyway, yeah, uh, I, I would never get it out with my accent. Uh, we are very eager to revisit the universe which has shaped our history to such an extent," uh, said President Adam Kaczynski in the post. We have recently concluded the research phase for the first game in the new Witcher saga, which means that from now on, further development expenditures will be capitalized on our balance sheet. Having only recently entered pre-production means that the new Witcher game is still likely years away. Explaining why CD Projekt Red only revealed it with a single teaser image. Um, so that's probably that's all there is to that. It's just that it's in pre-production, you know, and we have theories and stuff from the teaser, and that's about it. But officially in pre-production, uh, many years away, I threw it in the news because it seemed like a little bit of news for me for us. So, boom. Cool. Always good to hear uh, that they're continuing to move forward with uh, more Witcher. Yeah. Uh, you know, or CD is CD Project is working on new things. I'm also curious about you know if they're going to be doing uh, more uh, cyberpunk stuff. You know, because I feel like I haven't heard anything about that in a while, and I feel they're like better. that we're going to. But yeah. If they don't, they're anyway. going to have a lot of damage. Trust. Um, next up, we have a trailer overview for The Quarry, which I didn't even realize anything about this game until Baba was like, have you seen this game called The Quarry? Quarry? Um, this is made I've by the dudes it, that, I, uh... that did Until Dawn, I believe. So. Yeah, 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 yeah. So I haven't seen this yet, so this will be new. Uh... Yep, it's about five minutes. Um, so we wow, may skip beefy, through beefy. parts of it. I think they talk over it. I watched this already. Um, okay, so, I, I haven't. This is new for me. So we can watch the whole thing if you want to. I don't care. Let's check it out. We got sure. I mean, well, let's 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 see what they got here, man. The quarry. Ready? Three, two, one. Play. Hi, everyone. I'm Will Piles, director of the quarry. Okay. So I really like Until Dawn. I don't know if any of you out there listening or watching have played it, but it's... Until Dawn, there you go, Until Dawn. Fun, fun game. I never played it. This guy's got a great mustache, by the way. Yeah. What's down there? Oh my god, Ryan. Hi, Nicole. You not believe this. What, what, what? It's nothing. I had you go in there for a second, didn't I? The Quarry is a thrilling, interactive story inspired by the iconic horror films of the 80s. Nine teenage camp counselors find themselves... Oh boy, camp counselors. ...for one final night. After all the campers have left... Hackett's Quarry, summer camp. Since 1953. ...and we end up in a most dangerous game situation. Unfortunately for them, hunting season has just begun. Oh boy. ...and they're the prey. Hey! You'll play as all nine counselors throughout the course of the game. How the night unfolds and ultimately who lives or dies is entirely up to you and the decisions you. Man, make. this the graphics of this look good, man. Uh, something jumped out. Like right it looks even like even be, obviously something even better than Until Dawn, but man. Choice is I'm just like wow. I, 
Looks really good. I was watching this with Baba, and all I could think was, I want an LA Noir game with 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 these facials and the graphics. Right? Because even back then, I thought, man, that was pretty dope. Like ten years, like ten plus years ago, when they came out with that one. Some of these choices have immediate repercussions. Others have. This game has some cool features that they're going to talk about toward the end of this video. That I'm like, oh, that's neat. There are countless variables that subtly or dramatically alter how your night unfolds. You'll also have plenty of opportunity to explore the various locations within Hackett's Quarry as you take control of each playable character, uncovering hidden clues and collectibles along the way. What the hell? Discovering these will give you a bit more insight into exactly what's going on at the summer camp. Broken cage, huh? The quarry is designed to be a highly replayable experience, where each new playthrough is sure to create a unique moment-to-moment -moment story with different character conversation options, relationship dynamics, and finales to your unpredictable night of horror. Ugh. Horror. I hate horror. We've intentionally set out to create an incredibly cinematic. You best start believing in horror stories. Using film You're in one. In one. <laughs> and a sharp focus on quality voice acting and motion performance to capture. Excuse me. To truly bring the whole experience to life, cool. we enlisted the cast of Hollywood talent, including David Arquette, Ariel Winter, Ted Raimi, Brenda Song, just to name a few. Oh, okay. The cast's acting pedigree brings an unparalleled sense of immersion to the game. Interesting cast. Performances and natural character. I saw. Uh, what the hell Altogether, this creates an immersive cinematic uh, experience that draws you in as you play. Lance Henriksen's in there. <laughs> it's a oh, sweet. Of your seat thrill ride from Our start. boy. Great, great, great voice in that man. One important goal with the quarry is to ensure it can be enjoyed in as many ways as possible. Gameplay settings, such as the ability to adjust the length of decision timers, enable you to tweak the experience to your liking. Oh man, you tweak the experience. The as a party horror experience. Really? Yeah, this this shit's cool. Online multiplayer. Invite up to seven friends to watch along as they play. Oh wow! When it comes to the time to make key decisions, the invited players vote on the outcome. Oh, that's actually really fun. The couch co-op mode works a bit differently. Couch co-op. Assign each player to play as one or more of the. Couch this is actually pretty neat, man. I like yeah. this. It's yeah. neat. This yeah. is sick. To pass the controller to the appropriate player. Ah. You'll never know what kind of decisions your friend might make before it's your turn. That is really, really cool. Lastly, if you want to simply sit back, relax, and munch on some popcorn, then be sure to check out movie mode. Movie mode. This enables uh. you to enjoy yeah, this so is you cool can too. Watch you can just watch it like it's a movie. Preset outcomes, such as everyone lives or everyone dies, and watching the story. Everyone lives or everyone dies. Customizable movie mode experience. The director's chair setting allows you to wow. see and behaviors. Dude, what? That's nutty, bro. It's so cool. What? That screen. is really, really cool. Did you hear that? Huh? It's probably nothing. No, listen. There's something there. We wanted to say thank you for watching. That's pretty rad, I have to say. Yeah, what well, if you want to hang out with your homies? You know, we don't want to play a game, but we'll watch the movie version. You know, we'll have some popcorn and right. chill out. 
That's fucking cool, dude. I like that. That's neat. Good job, man. Good job to you guys. Yeah, I like that a lot. Super massive games. That looks fun, man. Yeah, I might check this out. Um, yeah, you know, if you're ever watching the super massive games, if you want to hook hook me up with a code, so I'll I'll stream it. I'll play it, man. Just you know, <laughs> I'll try out all those customizable features and everything, man. You know, that that looks that looks really cool. But yeah, I I played until dawn. That game's really 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 good. One of the better like early PS4 games, I think. Is uh, yeah. Is uh, well, I say early, but I don't even know if that's true. I I, I feel like it was early. It was like I want to say it was like how long ago did that game come out? It's been out for a while. It came out but, in 2015. Oh yeah, so that's definitely one of the early ones. Then. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, so I was right. One of the better early PS4 games, and it had a pretty good cast. Also, definitely recommend Until Dawn if you haven't played that one. That, that's a that's a fun 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 horror, uh, you know, drama game you can you can play through. But yeah, the quarry that looks good, dude. That looks good. <laughs> yeah, that looks great. All right. Uh, next up, we have another No Man's Sky, the game that they just won't stop updating trailer called No Man's hey. Sky. No Man's Sky Leviathan Expedition Trailer. Let us check it All out. Right. Let's check it out. Down, DT. All right. I got to open it up first, but let me. Let me let me do the let me do a little bit of countdown here. Alright. So three, two, one, play. Death is not the end. Re-enter the loop. Traveling universal memory at 15%. Oh wow, look at this gear. I know, look at the hat. Did you I didn't even know you could play as an ill alien, bro. What? Look at that thing in the sky, bro. It's a reaper. No, it's not. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. I mean, they. You, it's funny that you say that because they have had the, the uh, Mass Effect stuff in this game. Mm -hmm. No Man's Sky is like three games in one. They've updated it so much and added so much stuff to it. It's really cool, though, the fact that they've stuck with this game for so long, you know? It looks like they're adding some sort of roguelike mode. Hmm. Dude, they've had so many updates. It's crazy. I like No Man's Sky. I need to go back to it. Yeah, it's it's one that I go back to every 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 once in a while, uh, but yeah, it's uh, that looks interesting. Here's here's what the uh, the description says. It says the seventh No Man's Sky expedition, Leviathan, finds travelers trapped in a time loop curse, suspected mm. to trace back to a near mythical space creature. Join the community effort to help recover memory fragments, lost remains of previous loops. And liberate the universe in this unique roguelike survival adventure, jam-packed with rewards including the Whale Stalker Cloak, Temporal hmm. Starship Trail, and the ultimate prize, the Leviathan itself. An imposing wow. living frigate to add to your fleet. Oh dude, that's, I kinda wanna play. I kinda wanna play. Kinda <laughs> uh 
That's cool, man. Hell yeah, mm-hmm. I'm in. I'm yeah, check, that's, I'm gonna that's, check that out. I think that's wild. Yeah, I mean, No Man's Sky, like I said, is one of those games that I uh, I go back to every once in a while because it's just you know, like you said, they keep updating it, and, and yeah, it's fun. It's fun to play it. You know, I, I like when I do play it, I go pretty pretty deep on it for a little while. Like I, I stay stuck on it for a good minute. But uh, yeah, I'll have to try that out again at some point, you know, for sure. All right. That's going to do it for the gaming news, guys. I don't think anything has dropped. I can double check super quick. It's quicker than we do here. Double check real quick. But yeah, if not, then we, we, are, we are good to go. Uh, yeah, let's, let's just go ahead and move on, I think. All right. So. You can go ahead and move on to the movie news. Uh, Television news, right? TV news, yes, my bad. I was reading <laughs> the wrong thing. The only you're, reason you're I, right, said it, right. I said it is because I was like, I think I swapped I swapped the cam over to TV news. I think it's TV next, no, no, no. right? Did I fu- my you're brain right. went, did no, I fuck up? You're right. <laughs> no, I fucked up. You're good, man. You're good. I'm, I'm, glad, I'm, glad, you, I'm glad you said that. It's okay. We got it. All right. So. First thing we got here is a little bit of Star Wars uh, thing that came out a couple weeks ago. It was the Vanity Fair uh, cover shoot with uh, some of the uh, actors and uh, and actresses of the uh, the upcoming Star Wars shows. Um, if you want to play that video first, yeah, let's check it out. Go ahead and throw that up. All right, three. Two, one, play. We're here shooting for the new Vanity Fair shot by Annie Leibovitz. It's an incredible honor. Annie has been a part of Star Wars for 40 years. I've always had a real fondness for the Vanity Fair Star Wars issues. So working with Annie again was really special for me. I haven't actually watched this video yet. I've worked with Annie all through my career, really. She's a legend, you know. For a good reason, her photographs are extraordinary. Annie Leibovitz, Vanity Fair. What comes to mind is iconic. One of the things that was really fun was that all the shows were coming together. Really nice. We've got Andor. We've so got you got Andor, Obi Wan, Ahsoka, and Mando Ahsoka. all together. Just standing up there with the smoke and the wind and the cape. Yes! To be part of this moment, it's just mind blowing. This new era with Star Wars and streaming, now we have time to tell these much more ongoing, elaborate stories that interconnect. That's the baby. Where the Star Wars universe can take risks and reinvent and surprise fans. I can only say I cannot believe my life. Thank you, everybody. There you go. So that's pretty cool, man. Seeing all that. Pretty dope. Seeing all, seeing all them together. Uh, and then also, there's another link I have here, Josh, for the actual like article itself. Yeah, let's the look cover at story. it. Uh, right here, yeah. and it was written by Anthony Bresnikin. Uh, and you see the 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 cover, one of the cover photos right there. You got Rosario Dawson's Ahsoka, Pedro Pascal's uh, Din Djarin, Ewan McGregor's Obi Wan Kenobi, and of course Diego Luna's Cassian Andor on the right. Pretty cool little squad, man. Pretty cool little squad right there. And uh, yeah, if you scroll down, there's some more cool pictures. You know, you got the you got the Obi Wan crew on the left, 
and then you got the the Andor on the right on the on the left side of the right image, and then on the right side of the right image, you got uh, you know Din Djarin himself with uh, Ahsoka Tano there as well. So pretty badass. Love seeing all these pictures and all these you know everybody all together. Looks pretty good, and obviously. You know, we've seen the first two episodes of Obi-Wan now, so that's pretty exciting. I think that Genevieve O'Reilly looks fucking great as uh, Mon Mothma as well. Mm-hmm. And then I dig Cassian's, like, trench coat kind of kind of dealio he's got, you know, rocking over here. Um, so that's interesting uh, for, for that show. Uh, if you scroll down a little bit more, we kind of get to see a behind-the-scenes image uh, at uh, Hayden Christensen. Doing some lightsaber training with uh, Ewan McGregor stunt double over here, uh, and look at that man, Hayden with the cape, the saber, just going at it, dude. Pretty badass. And then uh, below that, there's another image where we have kind of the creatives. So you got like Dave Filoni, Deborah Chow. John Favreau and Kathleen Kennedy uh, on on set here in, on the volume, the sound stage, um, and yeah, you got the Slave One off in the back there, and you know the N One there behind them as well. And there's, there's a lot going on here, man. It's pretty, pretty badass, man. Pretty, yeah, it's cool, pretty sh- cool shit. Yeah. But yeah, uh, pretty badass, man, seeing all this. And then there's one last picture below all of that, and it's just John Favreau with his baby, you know, little, little baby the, Grogu. The baby. I would like to see the baby. I would like to see the baby, yeah. So there it is, man. Pretty pretty dope images from Vanity Fair over with uh, Anthony Breskin. Uh, dope. Pretty cool cover. So if you guys want to read all that, definitely go check it out. We're not going to read any of it. You guys should go read, read it for your own. VanityFair.com. Uh, Star the the cover story uh, called Star Star Wars: uh, The Rebellion will be televised. So go 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 check that out. Uh, but anyway, that, yeah, that's cool little uh, cool little stuff there. They uh, also they, they, had, they had some pretty interesting. Uh, information there such as we got some details on the acolyte which uh they revealed that uh amanda amanda stenberg is going to be playing the lead role in the show and that uh, uh leslie headland the showrunner has been working on her show for the past two years from home uh the writing stage is complete and they're casting currently uh, and we also knew that the acolyte was going to take place at the end of the High Republic era, but Vanity Fair confirmed that the show will be set a hundred years before the Phantom Menace. Uh, and that the showrunner Leslie Headland was interested in charting the rise of the Sith in the shadows, how they could hide in plain sight without attracting the Jedi's attention. So this yeah, is a little cool. bit of a quote. That, a little bit of a quote that I'm going to read from uh, from what she was saying. A lot of those characters haven't been born yet. We're taking a look at the political and personal and spiritual things that come up in a place in a time period that we don't know much about yet. 
my question when watching the phantom menace was always like well how did things get to this point how do we get to a point where a sith lord can infiltrate the senate and none of the jedi pick up on it like what went wrong what are the scenarios that led us to this moment uh she also reiterated that the initial premise of the acolyte will be a mystery thriller and states that the show is set in the period of the new uh obviously the higher public you know the age of enlightenment a time of peace and prosperity when the Jedi Order became withdrawn from the public eye, barely getting into physical confrontations. Uh, we actually use the term Renaissance uh, or the Age of Enlightenment. The Jedi uniforms are gold and white, and it's almost like they would never get dirty. They would never be uh, out and about. The idea is that they could have these types of uniforms because that's how little they're getting into skirmishes. So there you go, man. Interesting little little bit of tidbits uh, for the Acolyte, which I'm really excited about. Super interested in this show uh, for when we get to see it. Mm-hmm. And then uh, moving on from Star Wars, but still staying with Disney, we have a She-Hulk Attorney at Law official trailer and a poster. So you want to throw up the poster first just before we watch the trailer real quick. Yeah, I actually haven't watched this. Uh, I haven't watched this yet. Oh, okay, interesting. Yeah, I I reacted to this when it came out. So if you guys want to go check out my reaction from a couple weeks ago, go to my YouTube channel. It'll be there. Uh, other than that, though, yeah, we have a little we have a poster here which Josh has thrown up. Um, there it is. So She Hulk, the show is called She Hulk Attorney at Law. It will premiere on August seventeenth only on Disney Plus. And uh, yeah, there she is with the you know, uh, with her whole look. And uh, if you want to check out this trailer, let's go ahead and do that now. Let me pull that up. All right, I am ready. All righty then, let's check it out. Three, two, one, play. Being a superhero is a trial by fire. Who's gonna protect the world? It's not people like you. There she is. I'm Jennifer Walters. I'm a lawyer. I have great friends. Yes, Can Tatiana. Shots, please, it's an emergency. A demanding job. We just started a superhuman law division, and I want you to be the face of it. And Emil Blonsky. Because we didn't ask for this, but you still got to deal with it. Your transformations are triggered by anger and fear. Those are like the baseline of any woman just existing. Oh. Bruce, kind of feels like if I don't transform, I'm gonna die. Yes, yes, yes. No, no. <laughs> I just want to be a normal, anonymous lawyer. Can you tell us where She-Hulk is? Jen, you're a story now. Your ass looks crazy right now. You could be an Avenger. Oh, I'm not a superhero. That is for billionaires and narcissists and adult orphans for some reason. And 
there anything more depressing than dating in your 30s? Yeah, this is the best date I've had in a while. Oh. Should we split some fries? Let's get those to go. <laughs> okay, uh, I'll admit. I was, that's I was waiting funny. for your reaction to that one. Yeah. <laughs> that was pretty funny. You know what that is, right? What? <laughs> that's Snoo Snoo, my boy. That's what that yeah, is. Yeah, right it's true. It is Snoo Snoo. <laughs> but uh, um, yeah, that's uh, so. So, what do you think? Because w when I watched it, I was like, I, I, for me, like the thing that I notice is that the CG looks a little off. It does. It does look a little off. But, but they have they have a few. They have three. They have a le little, little less than three months yeah. to work on it. So, well, so it'll it'll probably get better. But yeah. So anyway. If you guys want to hear what I thought, you can go check out my reaction. But Josh, what did you think, man? What, what, so the CG does look a little off, but they got time to fix that and work on it some more. Uh, the I'm, it's it looks funny. It looks like entertaining. Like I'm, we're I, look, we watch everything anyway, so we're definitely going to be checking this out. But uh, I think I think the story and the, and like the the humor is pretty funny. Uh, I'm kind of curious to what they do with it. I'm interested in. Uh, in uh and what they do with it because i don't know a lot about she hulk to be honest i really don't i'm not the most knowledgeable q majin sending me some comics to uh <laughs> enlighten me <laughs> <Yeah>. about <laughs> she hulk but um uh yeah I, I mean i knew she was an attorney and like she has some uh she she shows up in the civil war comics right a little bit uh like for an yeah. issue or two, like I can't remember exactly how much she's in there. Um, she's in there a little bit, yeah. Yeah, um, but yeah, I, I, I'm looking forward to checking out the show. Uh, the, the biggest knock is the CG. Like the rest of it, I think looks pretty entertaining. But the the, the biggest knock would be like the CG stuff. So, um, but that did crack me up at the at the end where they were like, "This is the best when in a while. Let's split some fries," and she picks him up, and it's funny. Yeah, like you I like split that. Some fries? Yeah, let's, <laughs> let's take those, you know, let's take them to go or whatever. Yeah, that's and she's just carrying homeboy like, what the hell? Yeah. Um, yeah, so that that that's that was that's She-Hulk. And yes, Majin, I think I'm, it was David Otunga. <laughs> I'm excited for that show because I love Tatiana Maslany, dude. She's great. I, I always say this, but if you haven't seen Orphan Black, man, go watch it. You, you see how you see just how incredible of an actress she is, man. Orphan Black is like so good, and she's so good in that, man. Like, God, goddamn, she's so good, I, dude. I honestly have been wanting her to be in Star Wars since uh, since uh, I watched Orphan Black, and she almost was, I believe, because she was in she was in consideration for being, I think, generous in Rogue One. But they they got to get her in something else, man. Tatiana's too good, dude too good it's kind of a crime she hasn't been in more things because she's she's so good man but anyway i'm excited for the uh, for this for her I want, I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing more abomination and bruce banner you know hulk and all mm -hmm. that so it'll be fun yeah your boy mark fun I, I hope. all right what's next yeah. next thing is a trailer for the umbrella academy season three i haven't seen this one yet i saved I it for either. this for the podcast so we're gonna we're gonna be checking this out new for it's gonna be new for both of us guys. So mm -hmm. go ahead and check this out. Uh, so whenever you're ready, Josh. I'm ready. Just count us down. All right, three, two, 
one play. This isn't your home. What are you talking about? This is the Umbrella Academy. This is the Sparrow Academy. Shit. When we jumped here, we created a time paradox. Our little paradox brought forth a freaking Kugelblitz. What the hell is a Kugelblitz? Essentially, we're screwed. Oh, yeah. Ballroom Blitz. Everybody else can see Ben, right? Yeah, and he's a complete dickhead. They're all dickheads. Dickheads who can fight. The next person to say dickhead is getting a punch to the throat. Dickhead. 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 We caused a paradox, and that paradox is swallowing things. How long do we have? Four, maybe five days before the rest of existence is blitzed. Not to mention, we've been replaced by a bunch of blobs and cubes and birds and shit. Your team is good, but I don't think you're better than me. I ended the world twice, and you, you're just meat and spandex. Dad didn't adopt us as babies, but those babies still existed here. So, if you ever see your other self... Kill them. Sleep with them. Avoid them. What the hell is wrong with you? Oh, though? come on. What the fuck? You climb Luther Mountain. Wild. If I kill you, do we get our Ben back? What the hell did you just say? What are you, their mascot? More like their ringer. It's a ballroom blitz oh, yes. Alright, there you go, Umbrella Academy 3. Been looking for you. Oh shit! Spoiler alert. Wow. Okay. So, Josh, what do you think, man? I know. You know I know that. Really quickly, I should have said this before. I I said you know hand it off to you, but I know that like for a while, uh, you weren't like the most excited for this upcoming season. I don't know if you still are or not after this, but because we'll, we'll, I'll let you speak on that. But I feel like for me, there's been like so many other things that have come out since then. That I'm like, I kind of need to refresh her on what's going on, you know. Uh, but anyway, go ahead, man. What, what do you think? No, I, I'm the I'm the exact same thought. I was sitting here thinking, I was like, what happened when we last watched? I remember how it ended because that sets up season three, but I don't remember. Yeah. Like, yeah, I, I don't know how I didn't really like season two of Umbrella Academy a lot. Uh, I wasn't like, a, and I'm not a big fan of necessarily the show. I like, I've watched it. And I think it's okay. I'm interested in checking out this season. If it doesn't get me with this season, I might drop the show just completely. You know, if it's if it's Ooh, if it's. Damn, okay. I know that's gonna sound really shitty, but it's like. Hey man, uh, there's a lot to watch, dude. I get it. There's yeah, exactly. There's so much to watch and so much to see. Like it has to. Like there's parts of it I like, and there's characters I like. Like uh, you know, I, here's the bad thing. I don't even remember a lot of the fucking names. Uh, 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 <laughs> The, yeah. the the kid that, that pops through portals, that dude. Like, he's the little kid. I can't think of his fucking name right now. But, like, for me, I like him in the show. I think he's great. I like Luther and some of the other characters. I don't know. I don't know. We'll I see. Think, it's got to grab me pretty hard for me to stay on I train. I think they just call him number five, right? Yeah, number five. Yeah, I think so. Um. So I wasn't like, yeah. 
It's, I mean, the trailer looks good, so I'm going to check it out. But if it doesn't, if, if it slouches at any point, I'm going to be bummed. <laughs> you know, I'm, I'm probably going to give it up. You know, like, we'll see. Yeah. I guess it's kind of where I am. I'm still not super hype into it. Um, anyway, yeah, sure. but. And that's yeah. just my personal taste. It's not like it's bad or anything. My personal taste for me makes it bad, but for you, it might make it great. So out there watching this, don't hate me. It's just taste. It's just personal taste. That's all. Yep, yep, um, yep. It's my opinion on things. I like things that other people hate. Check John Carter. Okay. I always go to that's my go to. <laughs> I love the John Carter movie. There are people John that despise Carter. that movie. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, true. Um, what do you? How how are you feeling about it? How are you feeling about this upcoming season and um, the show as a whole? Really? Yeah, I mean the show as a whole. I think I really enjoyed the uh, the first season as well. Second season was was a little interesting. Um, uh, yeah, I'm just for me. It's just like I need to. I need like a reminder of like what's going on for season three because like like again, I remember the last like the end, but like I gotta. Gotta see what else is uh what else is going on, man. Cause cause I don't there are, there are things I do remember, there are things I don't remember. Um, but yeah, I mean the trailer for that we just watched looks pretty pretty decent. I mean there there's there's some humor and jokes in there that I'm kind of like eh, you know, like I, I could it, that's not really my kind of humor, you know. Mm-hmm. Like for example, like when everybody's you know the whole dickhead thing and they just keep repeating dickhead i'm like oh, dude i've, I've, I've it's, had enough of it's, that it's super juvenile <laughs> Thank you. yeah uh, it's like all right yeah. dude we get it all right come on let's move on but again that's a that's a personal thing also i just mm-hmm. I, I, could, I could i could do without it you know but um no i get you but yeah i, get you. I, I mean it looks it looks all right I'm, I'm i'm gonna i am going to check it out though uh of course I'm gonna keep watching it. Um, so yeah, we'll 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 see what they have. Um, but yeah, I wouldn't say that I'm like super excited or hype about any you know either. I'm just gonna watch it, gonna gonna keep up with it. But um, yeah, we'll 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 see what happens. Uh, moving on, we have. Some news about a new Daredevil Disney Plus series in the works over in over with Marvel. Uh, Matt Corman, Chris Ord, who created the spy thriller show Covert Affairs, will write and executive produce the series. So the Man Without Fear is back. Uh, Marvel Studios is moving forward with the Daredevil series for Disney Plus. Um. And uh, there isn't really like a whole lot of information on it, but um, we do know that if you've been keeping up with the MCU at all, uh, with the most recent movies and shows and stuff, uh, you know, and uh, and I'm telling you guys, I'm about to spoil something for you if you haven't. So spoiler alert for 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 MCU things. If you're not caught up until this point, if you have not seen the Hawkeye series, if you've not seen uh, Spider-Man, you know, uh, the most recent one, if you've not seen Doctor Strange, all that stuff, then, like, you know, stay away or, 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 or you know, 
Last warning. But anyway, as I was going to say, if you've been keeping up with all that stuff, you know that Daredevil appear, or, you know, uh, uh, fucking, uh, yeah, Charlie Cox's Daredevil appeared in Spider-Man. You know, Matt Murdock, we got to see him. And then the Hawkeye show, we got to see Kingpin, you know, Vincent D'Onofrio. Um, so that's that's exciting that they're bringing that they not only brought those back, but they're bringing you know they're bringing Daredevil, uh, making a Daredevil show for Disney Plus. Um, I'm gonna be curious to see how different it's going to be from the Netflix one, and like what they're going to keep from the Netflix one and what they're going to change from the Netflix one. You know what I mean? That's what I'm really, really curious about. Like, are they going to, obviously we have Charlie Cox's Mur- Matt Murdock daredevil. Still we have, you know, Vincent D'Onofrio is Kingpin, obviously, but are they going to keep any of the other actors or actresses from, from the, the Netflix stuff or, uh, or, or, you know, like, like I'm just, that's what I'm wondering. Like what, what, uh, what are we gonna? What are we gonna keep? What are we gonna change? How's this show gonna be different from the one that we've already seen? But uh, but yeah, that, that's my thoughts on it. Yeah, bring back Foggy Nelson. You can't have a show without him. You gotta have Foggy. Um, I'm curious to what they're gonna do with it. You know, like uh, it's pretty exciting stuff. I don't really have a lot of thoughts. Um, I want it to be. Well, I'm not going to say I want it to be like it was before because it did have some down moments here and there, but I want it to have like that same feel. I still want it to be like this is a dark and sometimes a violent world that you don't see a lot, a lot in the Marvel movies, you know, like a lot of the time it's a lot all upbeat and language and, and all that. I like the darker, seedier sides of things. It's why I'm excited for some of the Star Wars stuff that's coming. Um, but, um, I want it to maintain that 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 style, that feel of of, of that. So uh, I'm I'm cautiously optimistic, and I'm glad that Daredevil is coming back because I do enjoy Daredevil quite a bit. Um, but we'll see, I guess. Yeah. What do we got next, Daniel? All right. Next up, we have. Uh some speed racer news because J.J. Abrams is going to be uh, working on a live action speed racer series for Apple. Uh, between producing the next Star Trek and Mission Impossible movies along with whatever else he's got going on for Warner Brothers, he's got quite a few projects coming up. Uh, and uh, Variety reports that J.J. Uh, Abrams will serve as a executive producer through his Bad Robot banner in a new live-action version of the 1960s anime based off of Tatsuo Yoshida's manga, Mak Go Go Go. Uh, and it'll be the second time that series has been adapted for live-action, with the first being, obviously, the 2008 cult film uh, Speed Racer by the Matrix creators Lana and Lily Wachowski, starring Emile Hirsch and uh, John Goodman. Uh, So yeah, it'll be uh, coming to Apple with Ron Fitzgerald and Hiram Martinez serving as triple duty writers, EPs, and showrunners. Uh, 
So yeah, we'll see how that uh, we'll see how that ends up ends up going. I I I saw the original or I saw the movie in the theaters when it came out, and I feel like I haven't seen it since. So I feel like maybe I would. I know it's separate from that, but I, I kind of makes me want to rewatch that movie now again. I don't know if I. So I don't know if I've ever seen it like all the way through, like from beginning to end. I think I've seen parts mm-hmm. of it. I know I've seen parts of it, but I've never seen like the. I don't think the whole thing from beginning to end. I mean that's cool if you're a speed racer fan, I guess. Yeah. So it'll be it'll be it'll be interesting. Let's see what see what they. Uh up doing for that for sure. Go speed racer, go go speed, go speed racer. racer, go. Um, yeah. What's uh, next up, uh, Sony has announced a Horizon series for Netflix, a God of War series for Amazon, and a Gran Turismo show. So there's a lot going on. Yes, sir. Over in Sony, as we know. Um. Yeah, so we have an article here over at IGN. Uh, three major PlayStation franchises are getting TV adaptations with Horizon going to Netflix, God of War going to Amazon, and Gran Turismo to a currently unannounced platform or network. It was revealed in an investor briefing on May 26th and confirmed by industry insiders, including David Gibson on Twitter below. Sony President Jim Ryan revealed during a Q&A that the company was expanding its entertainment adaptations even further. The long-rumored God of War series and other shows will join PlayStation exclusives, including The Last of Us, Uncharted, and Ghost of Tsushima in being adapted to other media, though no, though there's no inclination as to when these series will be released. Um, the variety in streaming platforms isn't terribly surprising either, as Sony hasn't favored any service in particular so far. The Last of Us TV show will air on HBO, for example, while a Twisted Metal series is going to Peacock. Yeah, they, they have stuff all over the place. As I was reading, I was like, man, they literally, they're just like, what, whoever wants it, man, take it. If you want Twisted Metal, you can get it on The Cock. Netflix, which will be home to the Horizon series. What? <laughs> <laughs> it's true. Oh, boy. It's true. I'm calling get Peacock on. The Cock going forward. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Netflix, which will be home to the Horizon series, oh, that's going in the clip show, uh, has already shown a strong interest in video game adaptations and video games themselves with the likes of its hit League of Legends Arcane series and Castlevania Anime 2. Amazon Studios, meanwhile, is currently working on a Fallout TV series from the creators of Westworld and a Mass Effect show is also coming to Prime Video. We've heard about that in the past. It's unclear if these shows will include characters already featured in the games, with Gran Turismo being the most open-ended, as it doesn't really have any characters at all, revolving solely around track racing. Horizon, on the other hand, already has two titles under its belt, and developer Guerrilla Games is also thinking about a third game. God of War has been around since 2005 and features eight mainline games, but its 2018 reboot is arguably the best of the bunch, having received incredible praise from players and critics alike. So, Sony is getting big, Sony Video Games, is getting big into all their adaptations, TV and movies, because we've got The Ghost of Tsushima, which might be the thing I'm most excited about on this particular thing of things being created. Um, The Last of Us TV show is probably going to be good on HBO. It's got Pedro Pascal in it, and it's going to be... 
definitely interesting to check out. I've never really played the game. I played like I played a little bit of the first one and kind of uh, crashed at some point and never went back to it. So I need to get back to that at some point, maybe in the future. Um, what about you, DT? What are you thinking? Uh, well, I mean, I'm excited for quite a bit of these. Um, I'm just, I, I just want more video game stuff to be actually good. True. So I hope that a lot of these are going to be good. Um, but I don't know, man. We'll, we'll have to wait and see. I, I, I am also very excited for uh, Ghost of Shima, obviously. Um, I'm very curious to see how they're going to do uh, Horizon. Um, last was yeah, that one is going to be coming out on HBO, so that's already a thing. Um, yeah, no, there's there's a lot of there's a lot of video game stuff coming, man. Like I, I also like Mass Effect on Amazon is going to be intriguing. Mm. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I'm just I'm, I'm I, I what what I want to see is like I actually want to see like images or trailers of, of these things, you know, before I get too excited about right. any of them. Because too often, or more often than not, I mean, like, you know, video game adaptations are not that great. And, like, you know, we just we just had a Halo one that was, <laughs> I mean, it wasn't great. But, you know, like, I I wouldn't say it was terrible, but I wouldn't say it was great either. Like, it was just kind of <laughs> like, eh, you know. Like, I feel like I, there I'll were certain this. things that they I did. I was entertained by it. <laughs> yeah. I mean... I, there were certain things that were good, you know, and and that like what was good was really good, and then I feel like what was bad was kind of like really bad, you know. But yeah, exactly. But uh, yeah, I don't know. I'm just obviously very excited for Ghost of Tsushima, uh, and you know, feel feel those other things. But for me to for me to get like have a little bit more faith and hope for some of these things, I need to actually see some of them. So it's it's yeah. It's it's interesting that the rise of streaming has led to this thing where everybody wants content, right? So they're looking yeah. at everything they can. So video games have kind of risen up to start kind of falling in some of that some of those places, especially the Sony stuff. But I think the biggest plus to all of this really is probably Netflix's League of Legends Arcane series. Even though I haven't seen the series, Everybody talks about how good it is, right? And that's based on a video game thing, right? So more people will probably be looking at trying to get more video games into other media, right? With television series, with movie adaptations, with the whole deal. Whole deal. So I find it very interesting that the rise of streaming has kind of led to this thing where we want content. You guys have awesome stories in video gaming. You just need the right people to harness it and make it good for these adaptations and television series, right? So exactly. It's 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 very interesting. And yeah, I, I will knock Halo. It did not give the fans of Halo what they wanted. It gave, it gave me some of the stuff I wanted, but it did not give the people that you really need to connect with what they wanted, right? So we'll yeah. see. We'll see. Um it's very interesting to think about also i don't know how they make gran turismo a thing like i mean dude they're making a twisted metal show so they dude anything could be made into an twisted, adaptation. I mean, twisted fuck. metal though twisted metal i can see because of death race right but but gran turismo is just like it's gonna be racing you better make some cool characters in there to make me inter yeah. interested in it or i won't be checking it out because 
Otherwise, it's just like, eh. Well, that's the thing, Majin. It would just be Fast and the Furious again. And it's like, I don't... Who's going to watch that? You already have Fast and Furious. Well, if people if people get tired of family, then maybe they can they can go watch. <laughs> yeah, Fast and Furious isn't about cars; it's about family, about exactly. family. <laughs> Dom's over here, like I ain't got cars; I got family. All right, what do we what do we got? Today? So we got one last thing for the TV news, and that is uh, some True Detective news, which I still haven't seen. Man, I need I need to check out fucking True Detective, dude. Is it on like Is it on like HBO Max or something? Because I need to. I yeah, need to watch probably that game, it so. is right because it wasn't an HBO. It was an HBO thing. Yeah. So I need to I need to watch the the I need to watch it because I hear nothing but good things and I just haven't. There's just there's so much to watch, guys. So much to watch. So much. But anyway, I'll get to it, man. I I, I, I promise that I'll get to it, man. Um. But anyway, um, so yeah, True Detective news. We have some season four news for that, and that is that Jodie Foster is going to be starring in season four of the HBO anthology series, marking Hello, her Clarice. first major adult TV role. Yes, you like fava beans. Um, but yeah, Yanti. She's gonna be. Uh, she's also gonna be executive producing the series, and she will be playing Detective Liz Danvers in the series. Um, so, the series is centered around detectives Liz Danvers and Evangeline Navarro, who are looking to solve the case of six men that operate the Salal uh, Arctic Research Station, vanishing without a trace. When the long winter. Or, uh, night falls in Ennis, Alaska, the pair will have to confront the darkness they carry in themselves and dig into the haunted truths that lie buried under their under the eternal ice. Well, that sounds real cold. It sure does, man. I, ne- I, I never been to Alaska, so I, I mean, I, you know. When it, when it, it goes it night for months cold. at a time. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Fuck that shit, dude. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but yeah, that's cool. I like I like Jodie Foster, so um, yeah. I need to check out the True. De- I mean, I'll be honest. I'll check out the True Detectives, the seasons that I've heard are good. I'm not gonna check out the ones that I've heard are bad. So. Well, it's, uh, it's I one one and three are good. Two is bad, from what I hear. Yeah, I don't have time to waste on uh, terrible things. I'm sorry. There's just too much to watch. Nothing personal to anybody out there. It's just too much. Right. But anyway, that's what we got for TV news, man. So we can uh, now we can go into the movie news, like I said earlier. Movie news, movie news, movie news. Let me swap over to the right screen. We got, a, we we got go. a few things here, a few things here, a few things here. Starting oh, yes. with the number one thing that we have here is that the DC's Wonder Twins movie has been canceled. It's been deactivated. <laughs> So remember uh, a couple weeks back or a month ago or whenever we talked about the Wonder Twins being a thing with you know with with your boy Archie was named KJ Appa and then uh, well that movie has been canceled which yeah I mean I don't know what they were thinking to be honest with with the uh, with, with the fucking Wonder Twins movie reportedly okay. deemed too expensive for HBO Max and too niche for theaters is apparently the reason that it yeah was, I mean, uh, honestly that that probably that makes a whole lot of sense man. 
It makes a it whole is. lot of sense. If you're going to do the Wonder Twins, you kind of throw them in with a different hero. You know what I mean? Yeah, like a, that's, that's literally what I was going to say, too. You throw them in another movie. You introduce them somewhere else. You don't give them their own movie off the bat. Throw them, throw them in there with Blue Beetle or something. Have them have a cameo. Set them up. Blue Beetle sequel. The twins are in there. They're doing like a, a thing. I don't know. Or something. I don't know why they felt the need to like, this needs to be its own thing. I mean, does it really? Like, come on. I know you're starving for content. Get some video game shit. Stop. Stop. Plenty, plenty of video games out there, man. Where's my Siphon Filter show? Come on. I'd watch that. There you go. Josh is waiting on a Siphon Filter show, man. You or a sequel either. to a video game. Any of it. You know, anything with Siphon Filter. Um, yeah, exactly, Majin. Throw him in Shazam. Uh, look, none go. of us are heartbroken over this. Most of us were like, no. Huh? I mean, I thought the casting news was kind of weird to begin with, you know? I was like, eh, I don't know about that. But, I mean, we, we listen, we don't have to worry about it anymore, dude. It's not happening. It's, it's dead. It's, gone. <laughs> it's, it's not happening. Yeah, it's over. We can move on. We don't need to spend a lot no. of time on that. Sorry sorry to everybody who lost a job for, for this, but, yes. I mean, you know, they, hopefully they, they, they put you on something else that's better. Sorry. Anyway, uh, moving on from DC to Marvel, uh, we have uh, a poster and a trailer for Marvel Studios' Thor Love and Thunder, which I reacted to this. You can go check it out on my YouTube channel. Uh, yeah, go hear my initial thoughts on that if you're curious. But yeah, throw up the poster, Josh. Let me Let's, get that uh, up you know, Everybody look at it, because it is a very... Very colorful poster, uh, very like uh, very eighties look kind of to it almost. Very, it's, it's nice. It's, it's it's a nice looking poster. I I approve of it. I like it. Yeah. Look at that. I don't. I don't think I reacted to the video because people were just posting like photos everywhere, and I just was like, eh. So. Well, we're gonna watch it now. Yeah, so let's check it out. Put all that up. Let's give her a go. I have seen it. I just didn't react. Yeah. All right. I'm up. I'm ready to roll. You just count us down. All right. Let's check this out in three, two, one, play. Kids. Get to popcorn now. Did you call Pick? Talking about the space Viking Thor? He was no ordinary man. He was a god. After saving planet Earth for the 500th time, Thor set off on a new journey. Well, he got in shape. He went from dad bod to god bod. And after all that, he reclaimed his title as the one and only Thor. Oh, spoke too soon. Jane? The old ex-girlfriend. What's it been, like, three, four years? Eight years, seven months, and six days. Give or take. Am I, uh, sensing feelings? Well, <laughs> <laughs> you're right. <laughs> The only ones who gods there he is board the god butcher christian male this is my vow 
All gods shall die. I just want to say that was very, very impressive what you did back there. She's just my first bad guy. You never forget your first. There you go, man. Thor, Love, and Thunder. Let's see who you are. I take off your disguise. Mr. Crow, uh, Zeus. Oh, then you have buff-ass, jacked, Chris Hemsworth. Shall we help him? And eventually, grape. All right. <clears throat> so, what'd you think? I mean, I'm excited for Thor: Love and Thunder. Anyway, I think Bale looks great as Gore the God Butcher. Um, yeah. Uh, I like uh, the visuals. I like that when Gore—I don't know if it's when Gore's around or what—but he like desaturates. He just sucks Black the and white, color right? and life out of everything, yeah. right? Through in the movie. Uh, so I find that really interesting. If that how that's gonna end up shaking up. We all know Zeus is going to live and be the hero of this movie, right, guys? Wrong, no? because in the trailer, <laughs> you see Joffrey with his lightning bolts, so he's, he's dead as exactly fuck. Right. Oh, he's definitely dead. <laughs> he's definitely gone. Uh, uh, poor, poor Russell Crowe, man, but he'll be all right. It'll be okay. Yeah, he can go crying to his millions. I'm sure he'll be fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, I'm excited for this. I love Thor. Um, there's some moments in this trailer where I'm like, that looks kind of bad. And it's right at the start where he's, he's got the helmet on and he's like, Jade, the CGI on oh. that helmet looks terrible. And I know they're working on it. I know they're working on it, but it just looks awful in this trailer. For me, I just don't <laughs> like the look of the helmet to begin with. No, like, it looks weird. <laughs> like I, I said it in my I said it in my reaction to this, but I, I think Jane's Thor, ar Thor armor looks so much cooler than than. Look his, at this. You know? This looks fucking terrible. This looks awful. It's because of the big schnoz. Look at it. It's just gigantic. And it just looks, it just doesn't look right. I don't like, I would not have put that shot in this trailer. If it was me. Uh, it, for me, it's just, I, I just don't like the look of the helmet, personally. And, and the I color mean, it's the CGI also, makes it, it look it, terrible. It, yeah, I mean, it's it's a personal personal thing for me that I just don't like the, the armor and the helmet and the color. Like, it's hard to make a helmet I, look I, good. I get you, though. It's hard yeah. to make a helmet look good. Like, it really is hard to make a helmet look good. And this does not look good. This looks bad. Um, but I, I think Jane's helmet definitely looks better. And probably the biggest reason is that he's not going to be wearing that helmet very long. Like, at all? Yeah. I think his. I think his. I think his armor looks cool. Where, where's the? Where was it? Let's go back. I mean, it looks oh, fine. I just, it. The, I, I just think for me, the color scheme. I'm just like, eh, I don't. I'm, I'm not really too big of a fan of that. Like, I think, like I said, I think her armor right looks way cooler than his. Right personal here. Opinion, right here. Personal opinion, though. I like the. Well, see, when you look at this, he looks like he's out of World of Warcraft. He looks like an alliance. Soldier with the bro, the blue what gold is, silver. What is uh, what is Arthas doing in this movie, bro? Right, right. <laughs> Fucking that is Arthas's <laughs> armor. 
Right. What is, what, what's, what, what's he doing here, man? I thought they stopped making more of the work of the Warcraft movies, man. What's going on? He looks he looks better when he's wearing like the leather and shit. I like that. I like more. Uh, the the look that I like better is the, the 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 black armor that he has. It's the uh, where is it? the uh, where is that? Let me see if I can find the the shot in the trailer. I think that one looks way better than the the blue and yellow one. So the one that he has in the like twenty seven second mark. If you go, if you move, jump up to there. Yeah, I'm, I'm moving. With the with the black and the and the gold, and then the you got the the red cape and everything. I think that's yeah, right a here. better. That's this, a better the, look. The leather, the leather that, outfit. Yeah, that I think looks better than the blue and the and, gold and the one. and the cloak, the the like wolf fur, the fur cloak. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, um, yeah. yeah I agree I with like you. I think this looks, looks better. better than the armor. Yeah. Yeah. But uh. Yeah, I mean, but obviously he's going to be changing his outfit throughout the movie several times because when he's with the Guardians, he has kind of like a, you know, he's got his hair down and he's got like a, you know, jacket and, you know, tight pants or whatever, you know. So he's going to have multiple looks in the movie. Yeah, he's got the braid and everything. And then, yeah, so so he have, he'll have multiple looks. So I'm not too, you know, it's whatever. But I'm just saying that for me, though, personal preference, I prefer that black leather well, black look and gold. The, Sick ass red Black cape. And gold and just the, looks you know, good. The yeah. Fur and everything. That that that's probably the, the, the better of the looks, from in my opinion. But anyway, no, I agree with you. Yeah. I agree with you. Black and gold just looks. And good. then, and then, yeah. In terms of Gore the God Butcher, I know people. Uh, you know, I I think he looks pretty good. I think he looks badass. I think he looks fine. Know? They're not gonna yeah. make it so you can't recognize Christian Bale, or they wouldn't have gotten Christian Bale. Like, I mean, it's just. Yeah. And then and yeah, some of these shots are terrifying. Like this one right here, this shot is fucking scary to me. Like that's some horror movie shit. There's another shot at like the uh, what is it? The, the let me see if I can find it. Whoops. There's one where he's got his like teeth are out and everything. I'm like, man, that's a some funky looking shit right there, dude. Where is it? Yeah, he'd he'd look like Voldemort if you removed the oh, nose. Oh, right there exactly. it was. That's what. That this shot right here. Yeah, look at him, man. Definitely. Uh, what is going on during this scene? I'm curious to what's happening here. It's a lot of a lot of a lot of black and white. I'm super super curious about about that for sure. But uh, but yeah, movie looks good. I'm I'm excited to check it out, and uh, it's gonna be it's gonna be pretty pretty dope, pretty dope. I think. Yeah, looks good. Yeah, for sure. Probably the biggest reason that Top Gun might fall out of my number one. <laughs> you know, it could be could be Thor. Could be Thor. Yeah. We'll see, man. It comes out July, dude. Yeah. What day? What day? July. July eighth. I was gonna be like, it's gonna be on my July birthday. 8th. It is not on my birthday, but it is leading no, up to my birthday. It's, uh, it's on a Wednesday. No, that's June. July. It's on a Friday. Well, well, it's gonna be Thursday. You know, you know, it's always Thursday nights instead of Fridays. Shit. But yeah, it depends. It's not on even nights here. It's at like three p.m. on Thursday. You can go watch the new movies. That's usually that's, that's crazy. Yeah. I the last movie I went to go watch opening day was Shang Chi. And that was sick, but ever since then I've just been watching movies on like the weekends or whatever. 
I got you. You do what you got to do. What works out for your time. Um, but anyway, so that's Thor: Love and Thunder. We have a few other trailers that I haven't seen yet, so let's go ahead and move on to those. Yes, we have. Next up, we have Mission Impossible: Dead Reckoning Part One. This played before Top Gun. Uh, mm. So, Daniel, if you want to count us down on it when you were ready, I got it up. All right. Let's let's count us down here. Three, two... Well, actually, before we start, I I enjoyed the last Mission Impossible movie, the one with Mm -hmm. Henry Cavill. What was it called? Fallout? Yeah, I believe so. That one was good. I like that one. So, anyway, let's let's check this out. Mission Impossible Dead Reckoning Part 1. Three, two, one, go! Skydance. Oh man, they're in the desert. When I saw that, I was like, it's the mummy. <laughs> Your days of trains the so-called greater good are over. This is our chance to control the truth, the concepts of right and wrong for everyone. For hey, Haley Atwell. You're fighting to save an ideal that doesn't exist. Never did. You need to pick a side. Yes, we have Kitrich back from the first movie. a mini <laughs> <laughs> oh damn they're sword fighting What kind of crazy ass stunts Tom did for this one? Right. Remember, he fucked up his ankle in, in, in like the last one, right, or something. Yeah. Part one. So they're splitting this into two. So we got a Dead Reckoning Part One. So there's gonna be a Dead Reckoning Part Two then, huh? Hmm. Yeah. Um. All right. Well, that looks pretty neat. I'll definitely be checking that out. I'm excited yeah, to see Hilly Atwell now, man, because I love her. Yeah. Very uh, interesting. All right. I selfishly put the Gray Man trailer in here because I watched it and I was like, oh, this looks cool. I'm going to put it in the news. Uh, so this is, yet, so this is an event. Out, <laughs> I put it in here to be like, more people should watch this trailer. So let's check right. it out. Hey, man. <laughs> Let's check it out. All right, The Gray Man over at official trailer over from Netflix. Let's check it out. Ready? Are you guys ready? Three, two, one, play. What do you know about the Sierra program? This is Ryan Gosling. Okay. 
reckless mystery man you guys send in when you can officially send anyone else. Oh, that's another Armas. Nice. Cool, man. I like hearing a. Oh, is that is that fucking uh, Chris Evans? <laughs> it is. That could be fun. What the, the hell? Okay, we got a nice cast here from the Russo brothers. All right, that makes sense. You hurt? I mean, my ego's a little bruised. And have something they really want. What's your gut? Oh, dude, fucking uh, Billy Bob. Mm -hmm. You gotta kill some people. You must be Lloyd. What gave it away? The trash dash. It just, it leans Lloyd. Easy. I'm about to put a hit so big on your boy's head that even his most loyal allies won't hesitate to drop a dime. Every grade A wet team from here to Reykjavik will be vying for the prestige of killing the infamous Sierra Six. I can kill anybody. Jessica Hanwick, I love her too, man. Nice. Okay. All right, all right, all right. July 22nd. Well, that seems pretty neat. Um, I thought it looked great, and I was like, more people need to see this trailer, because not a lot of people were talking about it, and I was like, this was like a big, dumb action movie, and I love those. So let's check I, it out. <laughs> all I could think of is while watching Chris Evans with the mustaches, you know, Somebody, the people who were in charge of this movie, going, well, they had Henry Cavill with a mustache in Mission Impossible. <laughs> right. Yeah, they had Super they had Superman with a mustache in Mission Impossible. Let's bring in Captain America with a mustache in our movie. You know, like, <laughs> yeah. No, but it looks pretty neat though. I, I like, I dig the cast. I, I, I love action movies, so we'll definitely be, we'll be giving that a go in July, man. So fuck yeah. Hell yeah. Heck yeah, dude. All right, DT, what's our last uh, few things here? The last thing we got here is uh, over at Star Wars Celebration, they uh, had a Lucasfilm uh, panel, uh, which included some non-Star Wars uh, things. Uh, and they talked about... Um, Indiana Jones, which we'll get a look at some stuff here. So they released a first image of Harrison Ford as uh, as Doctor Jones again, and it's just like a you can't really see anything. It's just him as Indiana Jones. He's on a bridge, and there's some kind of yellow light coming out from you know top of the. The thing, which is uh, you know, pretty cool. But the, what happened was they uh, they had the um, uh, they had uh, John Williams on on stage performing the uh, the theme 
because he he played the Obi Wan theme first, and then they they played the uh, Indiana Jones theme, and then they brought out Harrison Ford, and then they talked about Indiana Jones for a little bit. So, um, yeah, that's uh, that's that's what it, what it, what it was. Um, so that's a cool little image, you know, a little bit of a teaser poster, if you will. It ha- it doesn't even have any text on it. It's literally just. Mm-hmm. You know what you see is what you get right there. Um, and they also talked about a release date. Um, so, uh, Indiana Jones Five will hit theaters on June thirtieth, twenty twenty three. Is when that will be coming out. Um, and then now that I'm reminded that uh, that they talked about some non you know non Star Wars stuff at the. Uh, uh, Star Wars Celebration. We also forgot to look at the Willow trailer uh, oh, for the yeah. TV news, so we can go ahead and do that now before yeah, we head on to the main the main topic. Majin um, asked me if I had watched this the other night on Discord, and I have not seen Willow. And like, if it's if I've seen it, it's been so long that I do not remember seeing it. So yeah. Uh, I need to watch it, I guess, at some point. But yeah, I got the trailer up here. Um, yeah, we can uh, go ahead and check that. I haven't seen this either, so this will be my first time watching this as well. And much like Josh, I've, I've seen the movie in bits and pieces, but I've never seen it from start to finish. So I will have to check out this uh, uh, movie like all the way through at some point. Uh, so let's check it out. Are you ready? This is a one minute, I'm 20 ready. second trailer. Three, two, one play there is a story of a child destined to be an empress and the unlikely hero who would protect her there he is our boy warwick davis damn that lucasfilm logo it's fucking hot between all things yeah it looked pretty cool light and shadow Good and evil. When that balance is upset, the universe corrects. The world needs you again. It needs your magic. To the unknown. That's hmm. where we must go. Da, 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 da. So you know what this seems like, Josh? Hmm. It seems like it'd be up your alley, man. It's like pretty much D and D, bro. That's what Majin says. Like you should, I should check it out. Get some, get some creative juices flowing, type of deal. Right. Yeah. So. Yeah, I definitely, I'd be down to watch that movie soon, man, because I need to. Yeah, we should watch that. That 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 looks that looks like a whole, a lot of fun, man. Um, oh, yeah, fun. That looks that look that that looks cool. I'm glad that they're bringing back Warwick Davis. He's always he's a cool dude. So. Um. <laughs> so yeah, there's the. Uh, that was it's our news. news. That was our news for 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 this week and and last week because you know we. Missed out on last week. So two weeks worth of news there for you guys. 
Yeah. Um, and then we're gonna we're take a quick little break, and then we'll come back and talk about Star Wars Celebration because I, like I said, I have some pictures and videos for you guys that I took while I was there, and we're also gonna go through all the things that were announced. Yes. Over at uh, over at Star Wars Celebration, so there's a lot of fun stuff to talk about. Don't go anywhere. We'll be back soon. Uh, but yeah, we'll, we'll be uh, we'll be back. We'll be right back after this, guys. Don't go anywhere. Hello, everyone. Well, welcome back to the Clockwork Tantina. We are back from our break. We are ready to hit into the second half of the show, which is Daniel's going to be driving most of this one because uh, he was at Star Wars Celebration. So, DT, tell us what that's like, uh, man. Yeah, so... If you've ever been to Star Wars Celebration, if you don't know what it is, it is a four-day event celebrating Star Wars. Um, and each day has its own things that it has. So, of course, you have the show floor and the, the, the main thing where you can you can go there every day at any time to go check out all the booths. So there's there's a there's so many booths. There's you know, Hasbro, Lego, Kotobukiya. Uh, um, they even they even sell you like Star Wars luggage if you want. They're uh, yeah, it's like the Comic Con of Star Wars, basically. Yeah, if you if if you've ever been to any con ever, and you're like, man, this is all cool and all, but there and and there's so much stuff here. Star Wars Celebration is basically a, a, a San Diego Comic Con or, or any Comic Con that you that, that you know of, but the exception is that here it's all Star Wars. That's the difference. So, so that's that's what it is, and and of course, like I said, there's booths for all kinds of things you can go check out. They have like, uh, there was one booth that had like a car there, and they had like the costumes for the Obi Wan show. And I took some pictures of those. We'll see those later. And there's so many booths that you, you can go buy. You can go get it. There's a tattoo pavilion. You can go get a Star Wars tattoo if you want. There is um, there's an art section. So you can go buy some art. You know, uh, you can go buy some action figures if that's what you want to do. Um, there's there's Funko Pops. There's all, all kinds of stuff, right, on the show floor. And then they have, like, this, the, the live stage where they have, like, the hosts interview uh actors and then and, and actresses and people you know come up on the stage and whatnot and then they have like uh costumes and stuff as well and there's it's, it's a big 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 you know uh area that has so much stuff in it and they have they had like this life-size tie fighter there and anyway you can go walk around and check everything out and and, and buy stuff if you want there's a food court if you're hungry there's all, all kinds of stuff. But anyway, that's what Star Wars Celebration is. It's, it's a fun four-day event where you, 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 you bond with other Star Wars fans and you, and you, you all hang out and, and, and you all – everybody loves Star Wars. So you're all there for, for, for a common thing, right? No matter if you like this Star Wars or that Star Wars or whatever. Like if you know – it doesn't matter what kind of Star Wars you like. Everybody there like loves Star Wars. So anyway, that's what Star Wars Celebration is. And uh, yeah, I was there for three out of the four days. Um, 
and I have some pictures and, and some videos of some of the panels that I was at and pictures of some of the exhibits and things that I saw. And, and, and we'll get to that later. But first, we're going to start off with all of the uh, everything that was announced at Celebration. So that is where that is where, that's where we're, where we'll start. Um, so yeah, if you want to, you want to get to that, this is kind of a little bit out of order, Josh. So you might want to, yeah, um, it, it is a little bit out I'll, of order. I've tried, <laughs> tried to find more that works like in the correct order, but yeah, it's, it's okay. It's all good. We'll, 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 we'll go, we'll go through it, uh, from, from, from whatever. Uh, so we, we talked about earlier about how they talked about or, or they announced in you know uh with the willow or they showed the willow trailer and indiana jones so we're not gonna we're not gonna talk about that because that's not star wars we we mentioned that already um so uh we will not uh we will we'll not talk about that but we will start off with uh andor so they talked about Andor, uh, and they had a release, uh, a teaser trailer. They released a teaser trailer, and they have a, the release date. It'll be coming out on August 31st this year. Uh, it's going to be taking place five years before Rogue One. And uh, there's so far two seasons confirmed. They both will have 12 episodes each. Which is longer than any of the other Star Wars shows that we've got, you know, live action shows that we've gotten. And this is also, um, I believe, the first Star Wars show that they've made that will forego the stagecraft, you know, the volume. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's the first show that they've done that hasn't, you know, used that. Um, but yeah, there's a, uh, there's, 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 a, there's a trailer. So if you want to throw that up, Josh, for. Yes, sir. For the peoples, we can uh, go ahead and uh, and 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 watch that. Um, so after uh, after I get this little ad out of the way, we can. Yeah, you just let me know. Check I have while while DT is getting ready. I reacted to this. It's on my YouTube, so you can go check out my first reaction if you want to on there. There you go. Um, and obviously, I don't have one because I was at celebration, and I, you know, I watched it while while I was over there. That's you know, that's so. like, in some ways, that's almost better because you're around all the, all the people with all the buzz that are enjoying yeah. this thing that you share, man. It's pretty cool. Yeah, like I, I, I was not at the panel. Let me be clear, I was not at the panel. Mm-hmm. I tried getting into that panel and I couldn't get in, but I watched it like while I was at celebration, so I didn't, you know. Mm-hmm. I I just wanted to watch it because while you're there, you need to be up to date on your Star Wars because otherwise people can just say anything at any given moment and you're like, well, yeah. fuck, you know. So you you got to be up to date. So that's why I watched the this trailer and then another trailer we're gonna talk about after this. But anyway, mm-hmm. three, two, one, ready? Let's go. Play. So as I was watching this, I'm like, man, this is a this is a very different. From yeah. a lot of Star Wars we're used to, right? Like it looks so different. Like even this beginning right here, like what the hell? There's a Lucasfilm. You got the you got the throat singing from just from you know fucking Fallen Order or whatever. And 
or dude or whatever you want to say it's from and, <laughs> and we got this village of people here which looks like a young Cassian Andor we got a bunch of like Imperial scientists or whatever the hell looking like a space AK-47 that they had there we got some kind of drop ships that look kind of cool they kind of remind me of like the Republic gunships but like a smaller scale version of that we got some stormtroopers some uh, you know in this town in this place so we got some themselves. more Imperials so satisfied. Uh, I believe that's Adria Arjona's character some cool elevators we got Ellen DeGeneres I'm just playing I don't know who that lady is but she looks like Ellen <laughs> we got that uh, we, we, we got Mon Mothma so right, a bunch though. of other rebel dudes so you're enough. so right these days will end <laughs> Dude, that's what she looks like when I saw that lady. I was like, what's Ellen doing in Star Wars, bro? But, uh... But, yeah, as you guys can see, this looks so different than, like, what we're used to for Star Wars, right? Like, they still have Star Wars characters and stuff and Stormtroopers and Imperials and stuff in here to remind you that it's Star Wars. But it looks pretty different from a lot of other stuff. Yeah. That's what a reckoning That's what a reckoning sounds, sounds like. There you go. Andor. August 31st. So yeah, uh, very interesting. So yeah, it, it for me the thing that like I, like I said that gets me is that this looks so different from anything else that we've seen. Yeah. That I'm kind of like, well, that alone has me very intrigued. And we're five years before Rogue One. We're gonna be exploring the the the, the history of Andor with Cassian, which. They explain this in the, I think it's the Catalyst novel, or, or, or actually, no. Or, yeah, yeah, I think it is the Catalyst novel. But he says in the movie, though, Cassian says he's been in this fight since he was six years old. Mm -hmm. But I believe it's in the Catalyst novel, or, or one of the novels, something like that. I forget where it is exactly, but I think it's Catalyst. That Cassian's family was not on the Republic side, that they were separatists in mm -hmm. the Clone Wars. So I hope that they show us some of that. Like his, his, him and his family fighting alongside the separatists against the Republic. That would be interesting because at a certain point in the trailer, I bring this up because at a certain point in the trailer, also, at I'm trying to find it. Let me let me find it for you here. Uh, it's at the. Let's see where where are you guys? I found Ellen oh, like immediately. Looks like done her by accident. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Ellen is at the 105 mark. Yeah, that lady looks so much like Ellen DeGeneres. I don't know who she, I forget who the name of the actress is. But yeah, I'm sorry. She looks so much like Ellen. I I, I can't help but think of Imperial Ellen when I see that lady in, in there. Oh, yeah. Um But yeah, it's like there's there's so much there's a lot of interesting stuff going on here. And then the, another thing that really interests me in this is the fact that we're going to get more of Mon Mothma. I am really excited to see more of Mon Mothma. But before mm -hmm. I get into that, at the 130 mark. 130 mark. One phase. Yeah. Phase two clone troopers, baby. Look at that. They're not stormtroopers. These are clones. Right. These are clones, here. man. Yeah. Yeah. Look at that. There's four of them at least. So I hope we get to see some Clone War stuff in here with like the you know, Cassian's family with the separatists fighting against the Republic and the clones. That'll be cool. But yeah, I'm I'm really excited for the Mon Mothma stuff in this because for the first time ever in live action, we will actually get to see, I believe, the Imperial Senate. So if you go to like the one minute nine second mark, or one minute eight, we could see more Mon Mothma. 
Genevieve O'Reilly killing it as Mon Mothma here. Oh, I clicked at 126, and that is definitely the Senate. I didn't even mean to get here, but... Uh, oh, well, there you go. The, the Imperial Senate. That's going to be so cool, man. I cannot wait to see that. I, that is the type of stuff I am really interested. I'm going to be interested in seeing in this show. So that's that's the kind of stuff that I'm like, I can't wait, dude. And then like Mon Moth was like an Imperial Senator and they're kind of like, yo, she's, you know, they're, they're she's she's kind of saying how like, though, they're keeping an eye on me, you know, and all that kind of stuff. So very, very excited for for that. Um. And then, yeah, there's just a bunch of, like, just random, like, freedom fighters slash guerrilla fighters. If you go to the 112 mark, dude on the left, he, that guy has a space AK, bro. Look at that. That is, that is like, an AK. Oh, yeah, straight up this. Yeah, look at it. Space, you know, Star Wars-ified. Look at that. He's got and an AK blaster. does as well. AK blaster. Yeah, He's got like it so, looks like uh, almost like a Luger in his belt, which by the way, better be careful. You shouldn't carry guns like that. Very unsafe. <laughs> it's a good way to shoot your dick off. Don't want to do that. Yeah, I I, I wouldn't uh, I wouldn't put it there. Uh, That's know. a terrible spot. And then uh, then we got Stellan Skarsgård in this. Maybe go to like the one fifteen one fifteen minute mark. We got Stellan Skarsgård. I'll be interesting. There's there's a lot there's a lot of intriguing like locations and 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 locations we're gonna be visiting in this. So I'm excited, man. And like I said earlier, we're getting twelve episodes, dude. So very very chunk. cool, man. Yeah. So what what you think of this? I I, I watched your reaction, Josh. What but what would you think? I'm excited for it. You know, I've I've said a billion times. I'm excited for darker, seedier stories, and that's what we're kind of getting. That's kind of a little bit like what the start of Rogue One is, right? Like. You see the dirtier side of the I rebellion. Mean, yeah, from the start, when you see Cassian meeting up with that one dude, like he ends up shooting mm-hmm. him, you know? He shoots him. Like, yeah, he straight up kills like the rebels, him. The rebels got to do some shady shit too from time to time, you know? Uh, so I like I like those types of stories. Ultimately, I like, you know, the heroes, right? Like, I like them to be heroes. But I like also like, like sometimes you got to get your hands dirty, all right? It's just not that as easy as like, I'm yeah. the good guy and they're the bad guy. That is not how the real world works. I wish it was how the real world works. That is not how the real world works. There is shades of gray. And sometimes you got to do things you don't want to have to do. And Cassian does that in that first movie. And I, I assume a lot of that this yeah. show is going to be like that. Um, so. Oh, yeah, for sure. For sure. So, yeah, I, I'm looking forward to this. Hell, yeah, man same for me like a lot of the other stuff coming out is more exciting than this but this mm-hmm. is going to be interesting in its own way you know so yeah i'm so very much looking forward to it um but yeah uh the next thing that we have if you scroll down is we have they officially announced star wars jedi survivor the sequel to jedi fallen order uh, so this one's called star wars jedi survivor uh, the name of this leaked not long before celebration, uh, and uh, this is going to be taking place five years after the first game, the original game, uh, and which means that it's going to be concurrent with uh, Solo, the Obi Wan series, and now this. So all that taken around the same year, same same place in the timeline. So it'll be interesting if there's any crossover in any regard to that. 
Yeah, but uh, yeah, let's check it out. Star Wars Jedi Survivor. Let's see this teaser. I, I again, I watched this, but I didn't react to it because I was at Star Wars Celebration when it dropped. So I, you know, I couldn't. This funny enough, I was actually on my at channel. These... Mm-hmm. Go ahead, Josh. No, I don't know. You yeah. go ahead. You go. Ahead. I was actually, I was waiting in line at the Star at the Hasbro panel uh, when this thing dropped. So I watched it like, uh-huh. while, while I was waiting in line. Uh, yeah. But anyway. Cause, yeah, because they, they didn't have this at any panel. They just kind of just released it. And it's like, well, shit, you know? Like, I would have mm-hmm. totally have gone to the, you know, Star Wars video game panel if they had one, but they didn't. Um, but yeah, let's check this out. Minute 23, 3, 2, 1, go. A bunch of stormtroopers. Got some back to tank action. EA, Respawn, and Lucasfilm Games. Tell me, Cal Kestis, why lead when they won't follow? We got some power, dude, sitting on his desk. Oh, look at that. Cal with his new lightsaber fighting off against some other guy. What is your next move? Look at his lightsaber, man. Looks great. He like cleaned it up and pimped it out a little bit more. Mm-hmm. And I don't know who the hell this is in this back tank. I don't either. Can't really tell from from this, but I'm very curious. Star Wars Jedi Survivor coming in 2023. Uh, so yeah, there, there that is. So I, I don't really know. Like, I don't really have much to say on that because, like, I just don't know what's happening. Other than the fact that, again, it's coming out next year. It's going to be taking taking place five years after the original game. Uh, I will. Oh, I will say one thing though. A lot of people keep thinking that that. Powan dude is like the Inquisitor or something. That's not that dude's clearly you clearly see him sitting on a desk or something. They, like, Ma, like Majin said in the chat, he's probably like a senator or something. You know? That's what they said in an interview. There's an interview on StarWars.com about the game where they talk with um oh god, I can't think of his name. They talk with one of the developers on the game, and he's like, That is a senator. So he is a senator. Uh okay. uh that is kind of like uh, a darker type of character. Uh, but that's like the only information that they gave in that interview. Cause I looked through that interview. I didn't realize they'd even done the interview when I reacted to the trailer. Um, and I looked it up afterwards. Uh, but that's the one thing that they kind of gave up was like that dude's a Senator. So. Okay, cool. And then I'm, I'm actually, I'm the thing that I'm, I'm curious about is who's in the back of the tank and who's that other guy with the red lightsaber that he's fighting. For? Right. It doesn't seem like it's an inquisitor, but it, I guess it could be. Well, I only say that it, it might not be an Inquisitor because the lightsaber doesn't look like it could be an Inquisitor one, but I don't know, man. We'll uh, we'll see, I guess. But yeah, I'm looking forward to it. It'll it'll be it'll be interesting, most definitely. I love the first game, so I will definitely be. Uh... I hope they add um, more customizability, you know, to things to outfits to the saber to like all that type of stuff that was like a big thing that we wanted 
Yeah, I hope they add like better like gear and stuff too because yeah, the, mm-hmm. the, the ponchos in the first game were not not great. There's actually, if you want to scroll down a little bit, Josh, there is a, or actually, no, it's literally right below that. There's a like where it picks up from Fallen Order. Maybe there there might be some new information in that as well. Yeah. So we want to watch that for a little bit. Probably won't watch yeah, the whole thing because it's eight, eight minutes, but we'll, we'll listen to yeah, some I of it. I get so it. So let's check it out. Three, two, one, play. Spoiler alert, if you haven't played the first Cal one. Kestis's journey is officially continuing in Star Wars Jedi Survivor, set for a PS5, Xbox series, and PC release in 2023. The sequel is coming nearly four years after Jedi Fallen Order. Yeah, the first one came out in 2019. New, Jedi, so, new Inquisitors, yeah, and one of the cutest droids in the galaxy. But it's actually been an even longer stretch of time in between the stories of both games. EA confirmed Survivor is set five years, five years after, after the, the first Fallen one. Order, and our first look at it shows Cal and BD1 in some serious trouble. Tell me. Yeah, the mantis does not look like it's in a good shape. Why leave? When they won't follow. Spoiler warning before we jump in, we will be talking about some of the things that happened toward the end and at the very end of Jedi Fallen Order, so turn back now if you haven't finished that adventure. Now, one big component of Cal's life, as far as players know, is his found family and crew of the Stinger Mantis, Cal's starbound home throughout the events of Fallen Order. We don't really see the crew, Sare, Grease, and Marin, in the Survivor reveal, yeah, they were not but we in can the, surmise uh, things haven't gone all that well for them. The trailer shows the Mantis downed on a desert planet with a slow pan through its main hole spelling nothing but trouble. Looking out the cockpit window, you can see a singular set of footprints trailing off into the distance, suggesting either Cal or another member of the crew escaped this crash alone. But the rest of the team's fate remains a mystery. As for this planet, well, Star Wars is home to no shortage of sandy shores, and it's equally likely that this could be a new planet as it is potentially a familiar one. Given Fallen Order brought us to several lesser seen worlds. If it's an existing one, it's natural to assume Tatooine given its prevalence. Plus, Survivor would essentially take place around the same time as the Obi-Wan There you go, that's series. what I was saying, Obi-Wan and, and uh, will have a Solo all around both. the same time. It could even be the sequel trilogy's prominent desert planet Jakku. But it could also be the desert moon Jeddah. Jeddah would be only sick, dude, I would love to go to Jeddah. Historically significant game. spot for the Jeddah. Yeah. And as we see later in the trailer, Cal at some point needs a lightsaber. But we also know the planet eventually becomes the base of operations for someone Cal has already had ties to, Saw Guerrero, Saw Guerrero who yep. Cal met during Fallen Order. That's a good Order. point. Hope still burns. Wherever this new planet is, it's only one brief glimpse of the dire state of things for Cal. Several threads run throughout the trailer. Slow pans of a character in a Bacta tank, a voiceover questioning Cal, and a battle between Cal and another figure. Let's start with the latter first and how it sets up the other lingering threads. Tying into the lack of the crew's presence in the trailer, we mostly see Cal going it alone in the reveal, as it seems the band of Jedi hunting Inquisitors and the Empire in general haven't given up the search for him. Cal comes to blows, seemingly losing his lightsaber in the process here. The survivor reveal gives us a strong sense that Cal is on the back foot, but for a series that has already delivered such great lightsaber combat and EA's promise of expanding on those mechanics, presumably he won't be without such a signature weapon for long. That could lead to a theoretical trip to Jeddah or another location known for its kyber crystal supplies. Yeah, I would, I would love to go to Jeddah, dude, to honestly. His second lightsaber. As for that lightsaber, well, 
it ends up in the hands of someone of power working for the Empire. Though Cal loses his lightsaber in the midst of the trailer, the reveal actually pretty early on opens with a shot of stormtroopers carrying a suitcase to a secure location, and we later see that suitcase open in the midst of this figure. The pointy teeth and skin suggest this is a Powon, and it's natural to assume this would be the Grand Inquisitor hunting Cal down, but his appearance is different enough from that character's live action and animated appearances to signal it isn't him. And in fact, it's not, we just said, senator. There Whoever you go. they are, this antagonistic force is clearly interested in hunting down Cal Kestis. And that's no surprise given Cal has been outrunning the Empire for years as a known Jedi, and in particular had some pretty big run ins with some powerful foes in Jedi Fallen Order. This imposing figure's voiceover intoned the entire trailer, saying, Why lead when they won't follow? Questioning what Cal's next move will be as he creepily ogles Cal's lightsaber. Here we may get another hint at Cal and the rest of the crew's current plight. If the crew is indeed the they, man, I hope I hope Marin's okay. He dude. could be alluding to yeah. some sort of division of purpose among the they group. Better, they better not do nothing to Marin, goddammit. The Empire, as we know from the end of Fallen Order, rather than choose to pursue the locations of other potential Jedi in the galaxy, Cal All right, destroyed well, we can the probably move on from that. Just, that. Yeah, we can move on. Keep those children safer, but anyway, allowing them. They they do bring up some stuff that I kind of hope happens now. Like I would love to go to Jeddah, dude. You know, that'd be sick. Yeah. Um, okay. So we can move on from that. Let's talk about next thing is... Uh, um, so, so another thing they announced was a new show called Star Wars Skeleton Crew. Uh, announced for next year, 2023. It is a new Disney Plus series that will launch in 2023. It's going to have Jude Law starring in it. Uh, created by Spider-Man No Way Home's John Watts uh, and Christopher Ford. Uh, Skeleton crew will follow a group of 10-year-old kids from a small planet who get lost and must try to find their way home. Uh, the story will take place after Return of the Jedi and will fit in the same timeline of The Mandalorian and Ahsoka. So just another show that's going to be fitting into that time period, same timeline. Um, so it's going to be pretty, pretty, uh, I don't know. It's pretty intriguing. I, I, I can't say I'm excited about it or anything, but I mean, the name and the, and the, you know, little synopsis of what's going to be going on is interesting. And I, and I like, and you know, with, with it being tied into it with the Mandalorian and Ahsoka, that alone is like, all right, well, you know, there's some crossover possibility with there. So yeah, what do you think, Josh? I'm interested in it. I can't say I'm excited for it or anything because I don't know anything other than like it's got Jude Law in it and it's called Skeleton Crew. I like Jude Law, so that's kind of interesting. Um, but yeah, I need more info. Need more info before I can get like super hype about it or anything. Yeah. <clears throat> for sure, for sure. Um. After that, uh, some other big news was at the Mando Plus panel that I was at. They shared some information about the, the Mandalorian uh, Season 3. And they also shared some stuff about Ahsoka. Uh, they brought out a bunch of actors and actresses. Um, and it was, it was awesome. 
like I, 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 I don't know if we should talk about it now. Or we should wait until we show the, the the videos and pictures that I took. But it's up to dude, you, buddy. Some of... You're driving. <laughs> okay, so if you want, we we can we can go on to to that since we're already on the topic. So, Josh, if you want to open up the uh, the thing here where I, we ha- I put the pictures and stuff and the videos, we're okay. gonna go down to the to the videos. So go down to the first video that you see. Actually, is is it the first video? It should be the one where it's like uh, you see, like the Star Wars Celebration Anaheim thing. Yeah, it's like a forty second, forty three second video. That one. If you you tell me, if you tell me timers, I can go exactly where you want. All right, so forty three second one, the very first one there. So okay, so set up for this. Set up for this video. I. Made it inside of the Mandal- Mandalorian Plus panel. Um, and this is like right before it started. I recorded this just so you guys can kind of see what it's like to be inside of the celebration stage. And just kind of like what, what, the, what the ambience and the vibe is like right before a panel starts. So this is just 43 quick seconds of what it's like to be there right before the panel begins. So if you want to play, let me know when you're ready, Josh. Pop over. I'm ready, buddy. All right. Three, two, one. Play. So this is me. I'm recording it. They're playing music in the background. People are clapping. Everybody's everybody's excited. And they're playing the saga begins by Weird Al Yank, you know, Weird Al in the back. So, you know. They got the, you know, my, my, he's, uh, you know, you know, the song, the saga begins by Weird Al. It's the one playing in the back. Yeah. And then we're just chilling here before it starts. Dudes on stage trying to, you know, get everybody ready and hype. Yeah, I had a good view, Majin. It was, it was a good, it was a good seat, man. So this is just that. All right. So that one's over. That's just kind of what the vibe was before that. Now... If you want to get into the next video, which is right next to that one, Josh, the 141. So this one is when they introduce the guest, uh, the, the host of the panel, who is uh, Miss, Miss Ashley Crossan of uh, Screen Rant. And that's the beginning of this. So let's, uh, let's check that out. Three, two, one, play. All right. So people were excited to see her there. She's cool. I like Ash. She's she's she's, she's really awesome. Mm-hmm. And there it is. I was like I was like let me let me let me zoom in on the screen here so you guys can see her a little better. So she's about to introduce. So she was the moderator for that. And she's about to introduce John and Dave right now. And then I kind of flip it sideways throughout halfway through it, so that's why it's messed up. So I apologize for that. But I think all the other videos should be good besides this one. So there you go. John Favreau, Dave Filoni walking out on the stage. There they are. I was like, yeah, dude, we got them here. Let's go. It was exciting. And there they are walking. Uh, forget if they say anything before I end this, but... I tried to record like bits of it and not the whole thing because 
storage was was an issue with my phone. Storage and battery was an issue with my phone this weekend. I had to I took two portable charges with me to keep my phone charged, mm-hmm. and my and my cable was so jacked up that I had to hold it a weird way for it to charge. So ugh, it was it was odd. Terrible. I hate that shit, man. Yeah, but we were good because we we got to capture all this. Um. So they were introduced, and then that's the end of that one. So we can go back to the next one. So this one is a little bit of a longer one. This is two minutes forty six seconds. Um. And uh, yeah, so we got John and Dave on stage. You guys don't have to twist your heads to look at it now or listen to it. <laughs> but uh, this one should be fine. So two minutes forty six. We got John and Dave. So three, two, one, play it, Josh. Yeah, great. So they're about to just introduce Pedro Pascal, and there he is, Pedrito, Pedro, there he is, and they, of course they show up the image, and he's on the screens right there, look at him, hugging Dave Filoni, <laughs> everybody in the crowd, getting all hype, and there he is sitting down next to Dave. And he and he got kind of you know a little a little overwhelmed from all the love and support, which you know why how, how, how couldn't you right with, with all that? Oh yeah, not? dude, it's great. And you'll randomly hear people in the background saying some stuff. But uh, yeah, they they're giving them all all the love, man. Everybody tell them they love them and all that. <laughs> See, look at that. He responds to somebody. He's like, I love you. <laughs> she said, It's a good last day of my life. <laughs> and, so, and that lady was like, I have a shirt for you. I don't know if you guys can hear that. <laughs> she was off to my like left somewhere. She she asked him about his what his favorite reaction was and he's like, there's too many. Luke, he's like, of course, Luke is a good one. Well, we, we fell in love with you as Daddy Din. And she calls him Daddy Din, of course. How tough was it to be separated from Grogu for that period of time, and now you guys are reunited? It's, it's, it's very hard to be separated. It's the closest I've ever come to being a dad. And, <laughs> uh, so far, anyway. Talking about being a dad because he's not really, you know, he's not a dad for real, but he's like, yo, Grogu's my kid, man. <laughs> He's like, I get it. Maybe I should have a kid. But anyway, that's the end of that one. Then this next one is a bit of a longer one. Four four minutes, 20 seconds. Uh, they're going to introduce somebody else here as well, I believe. Who, who'd they introduce here? I believe this was... Uh, I think it's got to be either... Oh, it's Giancarlo, I believe. 
because they had already introduced Brent. So the other two guys that you didn't see after this was Brendan Wayne and Latif Crowder, who are the other, uh, before we start this one, are, are Brendan Wayne and Latif Crowder, the two other stunt guys that perform as Din Djarin along with uh, 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 Pedro Pascal. So those are the two guys sitting next to Pedro. And right now at the beginning of this clip, they're about to introduce Giancarlo Esposito. So ready to play it, Josh. Three, two, one, play. So there he is, Giancarlo, Moff Gideon himself. Also, you have Emily Swallow, who plays the armor, and Carl Weathers himself, Grief Karga. All walking out. So they're shaking hands and doing, you know, hugging everybody. I don't know why the audio is so scuffed here sometimes, but. Yeah, I don't know. Audio is a little weird sometimes. It's fine. You can kind of you can kind of hear it, though. There we go. There you go. Audio should be fine. Now. So there you go. You got, you got Giancarlo, Emily, and, and Carl. And Giancarlo's like, I will squash that little bug, baby. Giancarlo loves talking shit on Grogu, man. It's funny. <laughs> I, I want the child. I want the child. <laughs> he wants the child, man. Yeah, I just love listening to them talk, man. Like I could, yeah. I could fucking just listen to everybody just talk for, for like forever, man. When I'm talking to our creators about this show, they give me hints, and those hints allow me to then allow my imagination to soar, and then take what's on the paper and fill in all the other blanks, um, which is the wonderful thing about this particular show. Uh, I know a bit about the Star Wars franchise uh, from the beginning, and I catch up as I go. But when you work with guys who really are as playful as any you will ever meet and as very specific and succinct about what they write, you get a sense just being in their presence of what they want. And you get a sense when they guide you that it could be this, it could be that. The most compelling moments for me are, are you know, um, last season when John and Dave came down and observed what was happening. You know, I'm really curious to see what they're going to do with Moff Gideon. Considering yeah. where we left, and, and you know, where we left off with him at the end of season you know, two, obviously. Um, you've done this a long time. You bought a lot of ideas. So yeah, I, I, I'm just um, super intrigued about where where we're I going with him. Know. And, um, I gotta go, but, <laughs> <laughs> but I'll be back. 
be back to check on you and do what your instincts allow. And so when you work with folks who allow you to extend yourself, that empowers me. And isn't that what our show is about? Empowerment. And I thought, yes! to know that there's nothing that we can't do. Um, that moment, John, changed my existence as an actor. I've been doing it a long time. And allowed me, it didn't go to my ego, it went to my heart and to my soul. And I thought, what is the truth that I'm trying to tell my, you? Unfortunately, my, my phone's camera is not the best. So I tried to zoom in, but I'm like, oh, I can't get, I can't get that close, man. It really, it elevated me. And like, the video quality is not the best either. So, you know. But anyway, that's the end of that one. So we can move on to the next one. All right. Uh, which is, uh, what, I think another three-minute, 21-second one. So we can go ahead and open that one up. We're going to see. We're going to play this one on three, two, one. So I think she's asking, uh, yeah, she's asking Emily some stuff right now. I know the audio is a little, uh, they basically, she asked Emily, like what your favorite like line was or whatever and then she emily's talking about a story about how if they somebody a fan asked her i believe if she had come up with the this is the way thing <laughs> and she's like oh i i kind of just you know like how far would you guys let me go if i if i said i may actually made that up you know <laughs> <laughs> actually, i actually realized the audio was so bad on this one i'm sorry guys Dude, don't apologize. You're lucky that we even have video from it. Like, you know? No, I know, but I'm just, but like, because like, I'm there and I'm listening to what they're saying. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I, no, didn't okay, you know, I didn't realize that the video was was, was just scuffed, you know? You can skip it up a little bit. Let's see if we can. Uh... Yeah, this one this one's not great because you can't really hear anything going on. So we can we can back out of this one. And then let's see, let me check the next one real quick before I tell you to click on it. So you can go to the next one. You should be able you should be able to to, to this one should be fine. With a minute forty nine, this one we're we're gonna listen to Paul Weathers talk right now. Okay. So if you're ready, three, two, one, play. He said, are you guys at a playoff game? What's up with all this? <laughs> Talking about all the lightsabers in the crowd. Everybody from the lightsabers. Oh, 
אוקיי. because he walks out and he just starts doing the haka right away, man. Sweet. All right, I'm ready. Look at him. Look at him go. <laughs> got the Boba Fett theme playing in the background. While he's doing his thing. Goes back to sit down with everybody. So that was really cool getting to see Tim do the hockey like in like live in person, you know? It's like, oh shit, there he goes, man. <laughs> and then he, he talks about how Yeah, he talks about how he, he how Ming Na wanted to be there, but she couldn't be there because she had because Ming Na Wen has COVID right now. Yeah. So she couldn't make it, unfortunately. I would have loved to have seen her there. Um, but you know, just it's unfortunate. But hope we hope she's doing well. And then. Uh, about the 20th anniversary of episode two. Uh, okay, so the next thing, Josh, you can play this mm -hmm. one. This is a quick little 17 second one. So let me set this one up. They showed us footage for The Mandalorian Season 3, and oh my fucking god, guys. The shit that we saw, dude. Fuck, man. I am so excited, dude. The stuff that they showed us looked almost done, like, in my, in my opinion. It looked so good. Like, there was so much in there, like... I, man. There's so much in there, dude. Like, I, I, I kind of want to talk about it, but I also don't want to spoil you guys because it was so good, dude. Things that they have in there. Like, the stuff that we have coming in Season 3, you guys aren't ready, man. You guys aren't ready, dude. Like, they so so basically, they had... They brought out a few more guests. They brought out Katie Sackoff, you know, Bo-Katan. And, uh... And, um... Who else did they have? They had 
I think she was the only other person they brought out for this. Because then after that, I think they 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 bring out a couple other people. But, but yeah, they brought up Bo-Katan so, or, or Katie Sackhoff. And yeah, man, the trailer, we watched it. And then this little video that I recorded here was right after they showed the trailer. So you guys can kind of hear how hyped the crowd got after the trailer. So if you want to play it, look, so quick 17 seconds. It. It's not going to show anything. It's just it's just an audio thing. Just so you audio. guys can kind of see what. Yeah. So three, two, one. This is everybody going losing their minds after uh, watching the trailer that they showed us. And there it is. I kind of flip the camera. I show the camera off. Everybody clapping and cheering and shit. It's backwards for some reason, but hey, there you go. You guys got to see it. Uh, yeah. So the trailer was so good, man. It was so good. Like some of the things they showed in there, I, I wish we had this show dropping like soon, bro. Like it, it, it's it's that hype. But anyway. Then they then they started talking about the Ahsoka show, and they introduced Rosario Dawson. So they introduced Rosario Dawson onto the stage, and that's what this next video is. So if you want to play that one, Josh. Yeah, let's play it. All right, so it's Ahsoka time with Rosario Dawson. Here we go. She's coming out. She's walking out. She had literally been filming the show the day before this. So they were filming the day before, and then... This was on a Saturday, so she came out. She came from set to come talk about this. Also, another thing I forgot to mention was Rick Famuyiwa was there, and he's going to be executive producing season three of The Mandalorian. So there she is greeting everybody. Taking her seat. And uh, I think Ash is going to ask her something. Maybe. There she is. I really hate how the audio bugs out in this, dude. I didn't realize it was this jank. Probably should have watched this before I fucking, you know, been like, yeah, I got videos for this. <laughs> it's fine. Anyway, next thing, minute 17. So they, they brought out another guest. Guess who it was, dude? Fucking Chopper, bro. It's Chop. They, they brought out Chop. Look, there's Chop. You don't Chop need audio Chop. for Chop. Look at Chop. There he is. Hey. There he is. The good boy Chopper himself. Hey. Brought him out on stage. The cursing droid. Potty map droid. Chop. Love you, Chop. Womp, 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 womp. Dave Filoni, like, it's weird seeing Chopper in person, he said, I think. Because, <laughs> you know, he creates these characters in animation, and then he sees them in live action, it's like, wow. Man. 
Yeah, dude, we had a chopper there, bro. It was fucking awesome. That's cool. And there he goes, I believe, on his way out. There they go, saying bye to him. Homie Chop. Bye, That's Chop. That's pretty cool, actually. Backstage, bro. Like, yo, come out this way. <laughs> yeah, it was awesome, dude. So that's that's the chopper one, and then what else we got? What's the next thing after this? Oh, so they introduced the actress who will be playing Sabine Wren in the Ahsoka show, and her name is Natasha Liu Bordizu or Bordizo, and she is uh, she's great. I love her. She's she's fantastic. So this is her introduction here. It's the next one. This is this is her first time being to anything like this, so you, you can imagine. How that must be like having all these people cheering for you and then, you know showing you love and all this kind of stuff. So that's our Sabine, man. Yeah. Greeting everybody. I just the amount of people they had here. Natasha, fucking Rosario, Tim, Rick Famuyua, Katie Sackoff, Carl Weathers, Emily Swall. Like this panel of people we have here, incredible, dude. It was so mm -hmm. dope seeing everybody here, like everybody live like that, dude. There she is with Brandon Wayne and Latif Crowder. And then, uh, you know, Pedro and Dave and John. So there she is, Sabine Ren herself, Tasha Lee She says, hi, do we lose our minds? Hi. Oh, I love you too. See, she's like, oh my God, I can't believe this, you know, because wow. it's her first time, man. It's it's it was cool, man. Dave's like, it's all weird seeing this. So they have been filming Ahsoka for three weeks up until that point. So then after that, they showed us the teaser for Ahsoka. Which, oh my fucking God, dude. They've only been filming the show for three weeks and the stuff, the little teaser they had for us there. Dude. For three weeks of footage, what they had was so incredible, dude. <laughs> they had, oh my god, oh man, we're, we're we're getting the rebels crew again, dude, and I cannot wait. I cannot wait. They had like at the at the at the closing scene of the of the of the teaser. You know the art from Rebels that has like the whole crew there with Kanan and 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 Sabine yeah. and everybody. They had that like mural art thing. And they had like live action Sabine in front of it. And I was like, dude, that's so cool. Then we like get to see the inside of the ghost and you have Chopper and fucking Hera. And it's like, oh my God, bro, we're, we're getting, we're getting live action rebels, dude. It's happening. But it's so exciting, bro. I, <laughs> I'm, I, 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 I'm, I can't I'm wait, bro. bro. I, I love can't rebels. Wait. So and, and I didn't even, yeah, I didn't even talk about the Mandal. What was in that one, dude? Like, oh God, there's can't wait guys. I can't wait. But anyway, they showed the Ahsoka teaser and then. This next video is like, oh, we have one more guest. 
and they brought out the next guest. So if you want to play that, Josh. Yeah, let's play it. So this is the next guest. Little Baby Grogu made an appearance as well. He was on the table there with, with John and Dave waving to the crowd, Little Grogu. Yeah, you can't really see him on the table there, but he's there. He sat down on his own. Look at the good boy he is. He's looking around to John. That is so crazy to me how life like that thing right? looks. <laughs> yeah, look at it. And then here comes here comes the dads, you know, all the all the all the dins coming over together. <laughs> Three men and a baby. Let's go. Yep. And then here comes Carl Weathers, and then right here they're gonna take a group photo, I believe, like shortly after this, because every, every yeah, like everybody's just gonna come over and take a group picture. And then Jim Carl's just trying to grab Grogu, like you know, it's a fucking Joker, dude. So there goes Tam. So Tam is not in the group photo because he he takes he's actually taking a picture of everybody. But look at that, everybody comes on in for the group photo. So they all come in together. There it is. So you, so you guys might be seeing this picture on social media everywhere because, I mean, you know, you have everybody there. Of course, you're going to, you know. So that's the picture you're, you see around everywhere on the Internet is them, you know, taking that group picture right there. So, yeah, that's what that was. So, yeah. And that's the end of the videos that I have. Everything else is pictures. But uh, before we move on to everything, before we show you guys everything else, uh we should uh, get back to some of the uh the the other stuff which by the way so before we move on to the other stuff do you i'm i'm going to say this i'm going to ask this to Josh before i before i say this do you want me to talk about the 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 teasers that we have or or do you want to do you want to remain no. spoiler free about if some you of stuff if you want to talk about it please go ahead and talk about it uh, well, I'm just saying, like, if you, if you don't want to know anything, I, I don't have to say nothing. No, I don't mind, because I, I, I always watch the first trailers and stuff like that. Go ahead and talk about it. I want you to. Go ahead. All right. So, in the first, so the, we, we had a teaser for The Mandalorian Season 3. And, dude, the stuff that's coming up. Oh, my God. So, it look, so we have, like, what, they're setting up the season to be, like, Din is going to go back to Mandalore. Because mm -hmm. he wants to redeem himself for his sins right of removing his helmet or whatever so we see the armor and dinjarin and then we have little baby grogu of course and bo katan seems a little salty and like kind of mad she's like yo where the where were you and your cult at while you know man well all this was happening to mandalore so bo katan is looking like she might be a little bit of an, a bit of an antagonist this season for our, for our boy dinjarin um, and at one point we see her sitting down on a throne somewhere, and I think this is on Mandalore because, like, at some point during the trailer we get to see like the ruins of Sudari, which is you know the uh, the, the Mandalorian uh, you know capital, and um, that was really incredible. And then, and then guess what, dude? They, we have a shit ton of Mandalorians coming back. We have Paz Vizsla coming back. There was at one point so many Mandalorians shooting blasters and doing all kinds of cool stuff. And then we're going to be seeing Babu Frick 
in season three of The Mandalorian. So you guys may recall Babu Frick from The Rise of Skywalker, the little, hey, hey, that little guy mm-hmm. from, from the movie. He's going to be in season three of The Mandalorian. And not just him. It looks like there's a couple other little Babus running around, too. Um, so uh, that's going to be really, really cool. And uh, there was a, a, also like this, there was a shot of like a tree with a bunch of like Hawaii and monkey lizards. And if you don't know what the hell that is, Salacious Crumb, you know, the little Jabba's little, little homie in, in Jabba's palace. A bunch of those little guys were all um, chilling on a tree. But yeah, dude, the Mandalorian season three looks fantastic. Dude, we get see, we we saw some like cool, like space action stuff with Din and the N one shooting down some ships. Uh, like I said, plenty of other Mandalorians, cool, you know, flying around and and shooting stuff. And Paz Vizsla's coming back. Bo Katan's coming back. The armor is coming back. Um, yeah, we're going to Mandalore, and Babu Frick, man, like it, it's. It's so hype, dude! Like I, I, I can't wait. I cannot wait. Cannot wait. And oh, then yeah. in terms of in terms of the Ahsoka one, I kind of mentioned it already. We're getting the Ghost Crew again. We're getting Hera, which, by the way, we did not. I do not know who is going to be playing Hera on the show because we did not see Hera's face. When we see her in the teaser, we see her like with her back turned, so we see like her from the back shot, and then mm-hmm. obviously we got Sabine. We didn't really get to see like Natasha as Sabine either. Like we kind of get, like I said, like I mentioned, there's like a mural of the Rebels art, and then like you get to see her from the back, you know, with the short hair and everything. But yeah, dude, like Ahsoka doing Ahsoka things and with her two lightsabers, the Lekku look a little longer, and um, yeah, it just for three weeks of filming, it looks it looks phenomenal, man. It, it really looks. Looks so 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 good. The footage that they showed us, so I can't wait, man. Live, and then obviously Chopper, and it's it's gonna be great, dude. Live action Rebels is basically what the Ahsoka show is gonna be, and I, I am I can I cannot be more excited. Cannot be more excited for that. Um, but yeah. So that's the Mando Plus panel. Then I stayed in the celebration stage because they had another really cool panel a, a couple hours after that. Which was the Tales of the Jedi. So the Tales of the Jedi panel. Which I have some pictures for as well. If you want to go back to the thing, the Google thing, Josh. Yeah. Um, so Tales of the Jedi. Is a animated series. Uh, coming fall of this year. It's an anthology animated series. So. There's not one storyline that we're going to be telling all the way through. Uh, We're going to go through different... We're going to be focusing on different stories and characters and timelines. um, And all that cool stuff. Which, by the way, if you move to the next slide... Look who it is. Look look who we're going to be focusing on, man. That is a young Count Dooku we're going to be seeing in this show. So, as you can see, there's two different versions of him. There's one that's an even younger one on the left with no beard. And then the one on the right, which does have a beard. And he has, there's his, his signature curved hilt with the blue blade. So we're going to be going uh, and, 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 you know, seeing him. And then if you go to the next slide, we see a young 
Qui-Gon Jin with no beard, a little bit, a little bit longer hair, man. So we're gonna see the adventures of a young Qui-Gon and and Dooku. And I can and I have to tell you, dude, I'm so excited for this, man. That's fucking seeing cool. those two. That's really yeah. cool, right? And as you can see, the animation style is kind of similar to Clone Wars, so that's kind of what it's gonna look like. So I can't wait. They said that um, Liam Neeson is coming back to to return to voice Qui-Gon, and then Liam Neeson's son is going to be voicing young Qui-Gon. So that's pretty badass. That's dope. And then uh, there's a few other shots that they reveal. Like the next slide after that is of a young Ahsoka training. And if you can see on the sideline there, you kind of have like Plo Koon and Yoda and Anakin and, and Obi-Wan there on the side. Uh, I don't know if you can... You, you can't really see it, but on the right... Anakin and Obi-Wan look closer to the episode two than they do episode three. So this is more towards the beginning uh, of, 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 you know, the uh, Clone Wars. The slide after that is just Anakin and Ahsoka and kind of like in a hallway of the Jedi Temple. And then the one after that is very interesting because it, it's Ahsoka going up against an Inquisitor, which... This obviously is set after this. I believe this this episode right here is going to be how she got her white lightsabers because she fights. I, I I think this guy's name is the sixth brother, and uh, I think she steals this guy's lightsabers and she purifies them to make white her white sabers. So, uh. So we so this episode will be this episode will be the origin of how she gets her white lightsabers. And then there's gonna be another episode. You know how in Clone Wars she at one point or at the beginning of Clone Wars she only had one saber, right? Mm-hmm. And then like in season three, she has two. So they're gonna show us how she gets, I guess, her second lightsaber in this as well. So a lot of cool little stuff like that. Then the next episode is Janina Gavankar because she was on at the panel and she will be voicing Ahsoka's mother. And Ahsoka's mother is called Pavti. And uh, as you can see in the next slide after that, there's a picture of little baby Ahsoka with her mother. Ah, look at baby Ahsoka with the chubby cheeks. He's from Pinchy. Yeah, the little chubby cheeks. So you have Pavti and Ahsoka right there. So Aiden Versio, or, or, you know, Janina Kavankar, Aiden Versio herself will will be voicing her mom. And then you got little baby Ahsoka. So another fun little thing. They showed us that first episode. We saw the entirety of the first episode there at the panel. So I have seen this episode that we've seen this image of. It's called Life and Death. And it is basically the birth of Ahsoka. You get, you get, I think you get to see Ahsoka's dad. And he's like excited you know, about the birth of his child. you know. Mm-hmm. And he's running around the village. So we're in a village of a bunch of, uh, you know, Togrutas, which are the species of the Ahsoka race, you know. So we're in a village of Togrutas somewhere. I don't know if it's Shili or I don't know where exactly, but we're on a village of Togrutas and everybody there is a Togruta. And like you see Ahsoka's dad running around. He's all excited because of the birth of his child or, or whatever. And like, there's like a village elder lady and, and you know, which, oh, you see her in the next slide. If you move on to the next slide, Josh, mm-hmm. the, the village elder lady is there on the left. She's the, she's the older woman there. And then you have Ahsoka and her mom. And then like another, so you got you kind of get to see the village there a little bit, and uh, so Ahsoka's mom is gonna take her hunting, 
for for Kaibuk. So Kaibuk, do you remember in the original 2003 Clone Wars series, the micro series, uh, during the Battle of Coruscant when Yoda's riding like a horse type thing? Yeah, I remember. So that's a Kaibuk. So in yeah. this episode, they Ahsoka's mom hunts Kaibuks for like meat for the village, right? Like mm-hmm. for food. So we get to see that. And then like as Ahsoka's mom uh hunts one of them down, um, you know, and like, you know, gra- you know, uses it for for you know its resources and whatnot. We have like the sa- like a like a saber tooth kind of kind of monster creature looking thing, like a saber tooth tiger kind of thing. Come up and, and like attack Pavti. And then like baby Ahsoka is like just sitting in the grass, like, you know. You know, she's a baby, so what else what can she do, right? So while while Ahsoka's mom, Pavti, is fighting off the saber tooth, there's kind of like a, a you know a little bit of a struggle there, but ultimately the saber tooth tiger kind of runs away with Ahsoka. She takes her away. Pavti's obviously upset. Uh she goes back to the village and 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 you know, gab- they gather up some people to go look for her again. And uh they don't they don't find her, but basically at end of the episode. You know, to try to spoil as as least as possible. Even though I basically already have done the whole thing. But anyway, the the saber tooth tiger rolls back into town with little baby Ahsoka riding it, and then the village elder lady's like Jedi. Ahsoka is a Jedi. You know, basically it's telling us that she has you know she's force sensitive and all that, and you know everyone in her village knows that now too. So that was basically that episode. But Dave Filoni was saying that not every episode is going to be as wholesome because. He said that the Count Duke episodes are going to be particularly dark, um, because obviously we know what happens to Count Dooku in the prequels. He's a Sith, so we're going to see him going from being a Jedi to a Sith, maybe or falling to the dark side or something like that. Because they showed us a trailer for this as well, and dude, I'm telling you, I cannot wait for the Count Dooku Qui Gon stuff. There is a point where we see Mace Windu and Yaddle. And like all these other Jedi characters, and I think at one point I saw Dooku dueling with Yaddle, and I, I like I, I I'm so excited, dude! So season one of Tales of the Jedi is gonna be six ep- six episodes, they're all anthology shorts coming out this fall, 2022, fall of this year. So we're gonna be getting that sooner rather than later. Hell yeah! So this is so this this show has potential to go all over the timeline and, and tell many different stories about many different characters. And I cannot be more excited, dude. The stuff I saw for this was very exciting. And I love the animation style. So, yeah, it's 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 awesome. I, I can't wait. Can't wait. Uh, but, yeah. Uh, so before I go into showing you guys pictures of, of, of you know, everything that I that I saw there at the booths and everything, let's go back talking about some of the other announcements and reveals that they had here. So. Uh, yesterday, which was the last day of Star Wars Celebration, they had um, the trailer, the official trailer for The Bad Batch. So if you want to throw that up, Josh, we can uh, talk about this. So I actually did record my reaction to this. So if you want to go check it out, you can go see my uh, reaction over on my YouTube channel. It I is have not there. reacted to this. So you will get my genuine uh, one right here live. Well, there you go. There you Except go. Except for the so, yeah, one mine's... thing I got spoiled. <laughs> oh. Anyway, yeah. well, we're gonna check it out live here. 
So if you're ready, Josh, let's do it. We can uh, we we can we can play. All right, three, two, one, play. You can buy your freedom. So we got Sid talking to the Bad Batch. You can have a future. And they have new armor, or new new color scheme. Omega's got new after. gear. We're already free. Republic Commander or Imperial Commandos. What's happening out there? And look who it is. It is time. Papa Palps and Masameda. We got some gunships. We're running away from some crabs. We got Scorch and more commandos. Wrecker wrecking. We'll take all the allies we can. Bounty hunters. We got Gunji, baby! Yeah, we got Gunji back! And we got some other cool st stuff in here that I. Look at that, look at that. Oh my god, so Let's much. Get to work. Dude, this music, I need this song, man, like right now. This is a fucking hype ass trailer, dude. I, this, is, this is really good, man. I, I can't wait for season two, dude. Like, that looks yeah, hype as shit. I'm excited. I got spoiled on, on Gunji coming back. Gunji, People yeah. Were, that... There were photos everywhere. There was nothing I could do to avoid not seeing it. So I got spoiled on that. But the rest of that trailer I hadn't seen. So awesome. So another thing that I, Commander Cody's coming back, dude. He's, he was in that trailer. He was with Crosshair. So we're going to see Crosshair with Commander Cody. We, we didn't know what happened to Commander Cody since... uh uh you know episode three basically we don't we have no what happened to him since then so it's gonna be very interesting who's gunji so majin doesn't know who gunji is gunji is a wookie jedi who is right on screen there josh has him on screen that's gunji he is a wookie jedi padawan who appeared in star wars the clone wars and he will be coming back for the bad batch season two look at our boy gunji man his lightsaber is really cool his his lightsaber is made of kashikian uh wood from the you know obviously from Kashyyyk, so it's a very resistant, strong uh, wood, and uh, he's using it for his he used it for his lightsaber when he created it. And look at him, dude! He's a little Wookiee boy with green lightsaber, man. It's, he's such a cool, such a cool character. I, I'm so glad he's back. I'm glad he. I'm glad more than anything. I'm glad he survived Order sixty six. Mm -hmm. You know, I and seeing him makes me wonder if any of the other kids survived Order sixty six. You know, the the kids from the the Gathering arc. You know that he was in for Clone Wars. Yeah, I wonder if any of I wonder if any of those other kids made it as well. Um, but he, Gunji was my favorite one, and I'm glad that he's alive. I'm very glad to see Gunji, man, because he's a little. And that's Cody right there. See that there he is, Commander Cody, man, rocking the gray and, and white armor, got the jetpack and everything. That's that's Commander Cody. He looks like he's chilling with Crosshair, man. So that's gonna be uh gonna be very and then yeah, I mean we got we got the the armor changes for the Bad Batch, we got Palpatine and Masameda, some gunships, Scorched and the Republic and the Imperial Commandos, dude. Like that's gonna be nuts, dude. It's such a good trailer, dude. Omega's got new gear. A little bit. I need that song that plays at the end of the trailer because that shit is so good. Now, this was a like, legit amazing trailer, man. I was looking if our boy Hauser was in here anywhere. 
Hauser, yeah, I don't know, man. I I, I hope we see him again. I hope yeah, because I, I hope thought he was right. so cool. It was one of my favorite Bad Batch episodes. Was the episode with Hauser and yeah, the 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 little Ryloth episodes from Bad Batch were, were great. Mm-hmm. Seeing Hera and Chopper and and Hauser. Oh, here they are with the new with the new color scheme. Yeah, look at that. It's like orangish and yellow, but also keeping the red. Like it's it's neat, man. It's interesting. Because I mean, they they don't they're not with anybody. They're just like they're doing their like they're mercenaries basically. They're doing their own thing, right? Like, like they're uh you know they're they're not with the Republic because the Republic doesn't exist. They turn into the Empire, and they're not with the Empire. So we see some yeah. some clones, you know, flame throwing some battle droids and stuff. Like that's cool. The lighting on this is great. <laughs> like that looks cool. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's 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 crazy how far the animation has come from the from you know episode you know season one of of the Clone Wars to now, man. Like it's it's incredible, it's truly incredible. And there's Gunji, man. I can't wait to see him and his Wookiee friends, dude. It's gonna be so cool. Some Droidicas, ah, so good, so so good. But yeah, this trailer got me very hype. Uh, yeah, you can go watch my reaction if you haven't on my YouTube for my initial thoughts on that. But yeah, it looks great. I, I love love that. Love that. Can't wait. That's also coming out fall of this year, man. So we're getting Tales of the Jedi and this in the fall, man. Like I oh dude, it's gonna be so good. Okay. Sorry. I was going to see yeah. my scene, just like seeing what I could see. In there. Yeah. No, you're good, you're good. All right, but, but those are like pretty much the big, big reveals of celebration. Um, so if you want, now we can go kind of head into the pictures that I have for. Uh, all right, where I do you want to start? There. So we're gonna start all the way at the beginning, all the way at the top. So each day is signified by a selfie of mine. So day one is me at at the top there. So first picture we have here <laughs> is me inside of the. This is this is a hotel near the convention center. You have to come here to get one of these things right here. This is a little uh, wristband that they have you put on your wrist. It is to ensure that you do not have COVID, that you have a, you know, either you have either a negative test or... Uh, your 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 vaccine card or whatever, and I I have I have a digital vaccine record on a, on an app that I got, the Clear app. You know, you know, get that if you're uh, you know, wanting to make things easier in that regard. So you know, just show it to them. They they give you this thing. So this was after I had gotten my wristband, and this was like uh, ready for day one, dude. That's what this was. So you know, you can kind of see that I have my uh my badge around my. My my neck as you know as well. You can't see the badge, but you can see the lanyard. Here's the badge. That four day pass right here. Star Wars Celebration in 2022. So that's what that is. So yeah, that was it. I I was ready to go, dude, because I had I had my badge. I had my wristband. You can see I have a backpack on. I got the mask on. I I was ready to go, dude. I was geared up. So then, next next picture is uh the banner just outside the convention center. Everybody's getting ready. I took this picture because you know you you always want to take pictures of the, of the banner. So that's what this year's was like. Anaheim 2022 celebration. You got the the the, the banner art right there. You got like Luke, Soka, Din and Grogu, Maul, Palpatine, and uh, you know Vader. 
And you got some ATSTs, the Death Star, Slave One, Tie Fighters, X Wings, all the good stuff with the logo and everything. And then just you know, people chilling outside. This is before they allowed us in because, you know, I I got there kind of early, so, mm-hmm. you know, just to, to to be there on time for everything. So you have to wait out. The, the convention doesn't open till ten a.m. So I would just wait outside every day for a little bit before they let us in. And then once I was in, picture time, baby. So I started taking pictures and stuff. This first thing that we have here is, this is at the uh, Koto Kotobukiya booth. So we got some statues and, and, and things here. So we have Battle of Endor, the Little Rebels. So you got some Ewoks on some and an ATSC. Cute, cute little adorable thing there. Uh, and you could buy some of this stuff today as it's or or then as as it says there, you could buy them today. Uh you got the Vader with the Obi-Wan robes on the floor, and then the cool little Tuscan Raider statue. And then the next thing was a uh the Ronin. Uh, art effects statue from Star Wars Visions. Really, really how bad cool did you want right this? There. I know you wanted this. I mean, I want this. <laughs> yeah, it looks badass, right? Look at that. You got the straw hat and everything. That looks cool, dude. I was like, I was like, I was like, I can't get any of this, but I, I could take pictures of it at least, man. Like, here we go. Oh, dude. man. So, look at that. That thing looks sick, dude. Then the next thing is, of course, the bad backs themselves. You got Crosshair, Wrecker, Hunter, Tech, and Echo. Very, very cool. Got the helmets on the floor there. Then you got some Clone Wars stuff with Anakin, Ahsoka, and Obi-Wan. Then you got Season 7 Rex and Ahsoka, you know, escaping the clones on the Venator. Really, really, if you're into statues, man, these are some some cool cool ones right here. Yeah, this, this, these are cool because they go back to back. Uh Yeah. All right. Then you got the uh, white Boba Fett version, you know, the, the prototype Boba. Uh, this is, I believe, a what scale is this figure? One tenth scale, I think. Model kit. This is a model kit right here. So that's cool. Uh, and then I went to the Hot Wheels booth and took some of the pictures of the ships and things they got coming up. Uh, so they have like the Razor Crest and the the Slave One and the ATAT Snow Speeder Jedi Starfighter or a Jedi Interceptor rather, and then the uh, the Republic gunship, the Lambda shuttle, Tie Fighters, you know, usual usual ships. Uh, then Hasbro booth is this next one. This is the Boba's Palace throne room with you. Know, you got you got uh, you know Fat Bib Fortuna here. Bib Bib Fat Tuna right here, just chilling on his <laughs> on, on, on the on the throne, and the kind of stuff so there. Cool. Cool. Yeah, Fennec and Boba there in the front. Uh, and then the next slide is kind of one you might have to zoom in for a little bit because I took a picture of the whole glass thing, and it's all the vintage collection action figures that are come that are coming out or already out or you know some of the more recent ones. Top left, Short Trooper, yeah, from the Mandalorian. So as you recall, they had man- they had short troopers in the Mandalorian season two. There's one from Mando. Then you got Moff Gideon, uh, the armor and the incinerator trooper, all top row. Middle row, you got Axe Woves, who is a Mandalorian dude with uh, Bo-Katan, and Cosca Reeves. You know Sasha Banks's character right there in the middle row as well. Then you got Boba, uh, May- Migs Mayfield. You know Big Bill Burr. And then you got the Din Djarin in disguise, you know, when he takes off his helmet and whatnot. 
And then below that, you have uh, IG-11, the Mithril, uh, Quill, Death Watch Mandalorian, Ahsoka, Fennec Shand, and then at the very bottom, you got the Navarro Cantina with the Death Trooper. It's all really cool figures coming out for the Vintage Collection. Uh, then after that, it's another another one of the same. Picture's a little bit blurry. Apologies for that. But sometimes you kind of... There's a lot of people around you, so you're, there's a lot of movement, and like you're trying to take all take pictures of stuff, and it's some tight spaces. But top row, we got the 501st Clone Trooper from Clone Wars, Ahsoka from Clone Wars, Little Jedi Anakin from Phantom Menace, uh, Attack of the Clones Anakin, Attack of the Clones Obi-Wan, and Attack of the Clones Mace. We have our boy, uh, uh, what's his name? The Republic Trooper from the Old Republic. You know, the main guy on the oh, left yeah, there yeah. in the middle row. Mal- Malcolm? Yeah, Something Malcolm. That's Jace, Malcolm? J- Jace Malcolm. Jace Malcolm. Yeah. So Jace Malcolm from the Old Republic in the middle row. Then you have Yoda from Empire, uh, Bespin Guard, Loba, and another Bespin Guard, all from, from Empire Strikes Back. Then at the bottom row, you have Emperor Palpatine's throne room. And then Hasbro started doing these troop builder packs. They have some troop builder packs down here. So they got the rebel fleet troopers. They got the short troopers, death troopers, clones. And yeah, those are pretty cool, man. Oh, they're short trooper packs. I'll fucking build them. They they got the squad leader, the captain, the regular guy. So yeah. Then uh, next up after this, we have the... Trapper Wolf and Paz Vizsla figures without, you know, so Dave Filoni and, and John Favreau is action figures. So there you go, man. Pretty cool. Pretty cool right there. Then the next row, we kind of see some Black Series figures. You have Fennec, Boba, Prototype Boba. You have uh, the client from Mandalorian with the Camtono. You got Tosca Reeves and uh, Death Watch Mandalorian. Below them, you have the armor, wheel, uh, the Mandalorian, and Grief Karga, along with uh, Moff Gideon. So the next row, or the next one after that, is the stuff below the Dave Filoni and, and John, John Favreau figure. So you have kind of like the deluxe Black Series stuff in the middle row. You have uh, Din Djarin and, and Grogu after the Mudhorn attack. You have Cobb Vanth. You have the Dark Trooper. And then you got uh, Din and Grogu after, you know, when they were on the ice planet dealing with the ice spiders and whatnot. And then Boba after he gets his armor back. Below that row, you have the Artillery Stormtrooper with the yellow. Then you have uh, Boba and his Tusken Raider gear. Then you have the Republic security droid from the Mandalorian as well. Then you got Ahsoka with her sabers. Then you got the that one droid that was in season one of the Mandalorian. You know, when we mm-hmm. when we first get to see uh you know uh Miggs Mayfield and some of those guys. And then of course you have Miggs Mayfield on the right there. Then below that you have uh Paz Vizla. I believe that's a short trooper. And uh yeah that's all for that bottom row. Then the next thing is you have the Vintage Collection Razor Crest, which this thing is awesome, dude. They, like, have some sand over there in the bottom, and, like, you know, they got the, the ship all displayed and the pieces out all over the place, and 
you got Boba and Mithril and IG-11 and Din Djarin and you know, Fennec, and they're all chilling around there. Pretty cool little display they had. Then we move to some more figures. Uh, on the next thing, we have the Black Series third sister, Reva. Then we have Vintage Collection, uh, Reva and Obi-Wan. Then you got the Retro Series, Reva on the right. Then below that, we have some Black Series. We have some Battlefront II Arc Trooper with the black and gold on the left. We have a Knight Brother from Jedi Fallen Order. We have Sev from Republic Commando in the middle. Homie Sev. Then, then we have the... I forget what Legion this is, but it's the one... From, remember the clones from, from, from the Order 66 scene in Fallen Order? Mm-hmm. Those guys, that's what that yellow clone is. Yeah, I forget. I forget what and then, they are. Yeah, I forget what Legion they are, but that's those are. And then on the right of him, you have fucking uh you have Fixer, man, from uh from Republic Commando as well. So you got two commandos, you got seven fixer there, and then below these guys you have some of the like uh gaming greats figures, is what they call me out the perch trooper from Fallen Order on the left. You got uh one of the arc troopers from Battlefront 2, or actually both of the guys in the bottom there are, are or actually, all three, all three of the clones at the bottom there are, are Battlefront Two skins, and then the figure on the right is just the Lando from uh, you know the movie after he, uh, you know, the, the gambling one at the end mm-hmm. of the movie. Um, next from that, we have some retro series figures. So the retro series, you might, you guys might wonder what that is. So, um, back in the '80s when the original Star Wars figures came out, they were like, you know they looked a certain way, right? They were like five points of articulation. They could only move the hands and the head and the legs, basically, right? So in recent years, they come out with this series called the Retro Series, where they've been coming out with modern characters in the old retro style. So that's what the Retro Series is. So they're, they're figures meant to look like the original vintage Star Wars figures from the 80s. So that's, that's what the Retro Series is. And you can see all those characters there. Bottom row below that. Deluxe vintage collection figures, pretty cool. And then you have the Bad Bash four pack where you have Rex, Hauser, uh, Gray, and then one of the elite troopers in Crosshair Squad. So that's a cool little pack right there. And also the Navarro Cantina at the very bottom. Then I moved on from the Hasbro panel or booth and went to the Sideshow Collectibles one. I believe it's a Sideshow, but they had like a bust life-size bust of like the samurai boba looking thing right here which looked pretty cool then they have a life-size bust of din Djarin right here which like that's cool man seeing that he's got the little you know the mud horn signet on his you know shoulder pad and he's got the belt and the like that's really cool then we have the one six scale figures right here so you have battle droid uh super battle droid phase two clone phase two clone pilot phase two clone commander bespin luke hoth x-wing pilot luke and then vader in the back over there um then the next slide after that we have a bunch of other characters so you have mobile on his throne with fennec k2so or a kx enforcer droid uh, and then you have R5, two different Bobas, one with the Tuscan gear, one after he gets his armor back. 
then you have on the left like uh some some bad batch through you have ahsoka from season seven of clone wars and then you have uh anakin on a on a stap you can barely see him in the back there with a clone on our atr team which if you move to the next slide you can kind of see the ahsoka and the clone and, and then there's a mall as well that you can kind of see a little bit more better so these are all again one six scale sideshow collectibles. If you guys know one six scale like sideshow hot toys, these these are these are these kind of figures. That's what these are. They're gigantic. <laughs> it looks like yeah, they're 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 twelve inch scale, and then that's they're huge. the really they're the super detailed, super expensive figures. So that's what that is. Then the next slide, we kind of got like some other little. We got Din and Grogu, and then we got Ahsoka there from Mando. And after that, we have a general Obi-Wan looking badass in his clone trooper Jedi armor. Stepping uh, on Superman. Yep. Yeah, Stomping on him. Yep. And then after that, we have Soka dueling Maul on Mandalore. Little, little statue, statue there. Pretty cool. And then there's a, after that, there's a Maul life size bust of Maul, which is, again, pretty dope. Okay, I couldn't sleep with that in my room because that looks fucking real. <laughs> I mean, life life size bust, dude. Like that's, uh. that's what that is, man. Uh, after that, we have these are these are life size, like full on yeah. Boba Vader, like straight up, like one to one, dude. So that that was a cool scene. And then after that, we have a few other little things here, like you know. Jabba's Jabba and Salacious Crumb and Grievous and Obi Wan and Ahsoka and Moff Gideon. So those are cool. Then after that, they had some costumes over on display in another area. So first off, we have the Imperial Royal Guard, and we have Palpatine after that, and there's a Kylo Ren. And there's a better look at the Kylo Ren one. And then this next one is kind of like a, I'm not really sure what this is. It's like an Imperial Knight kind of look, I think. I'm not really sure, but it's got a, it's got a brown robe, brown boots, black and red. We got like a Celestin smuggler type of dude. And then after that, you got kind of like, like a Sith Inquisitor type look, maybe. And then, yeah, you got, like, another dude with a Revan mask, but obviously not the Revan gear, so that's an interesting one. And you got a TIE pilot. That. And then there's a Tusken Raider. And then there's a Death Trooper, which is cool, because it even had the little Stormtrooper toy in its hand. Um, then after that, we get the good look at the Stormtrooper helmet pikes on you know from most Eisley from the Mandalorian. Um then we go back to the costumes and we see Hoth Leia and then Poe from the Rise of Skywalker is the next one. And then after that we have one of Padme's you know gowns from episode two I believe. And then we have Jen Erso's outfit from Mode One. Even got the little kyber crystal around the neck there, necklace. And we got uh, you know, Luke X-Wing 
And then we got Enfys Nest from uh, Solo. And then there's Ursa Wren from Re you know Rebels, Star Wars Rebels. Really cool Mandalorian armor. Then you got Ray's scavenger outfit from The Force Awakens. And uh, you know, you have Jedi Plo Koon over here with the with the with the gauntlets and the robes and it's pretty badass. And then you got IG eleven with little little Gogu from the backpack chilling. Cause why not? Then you got a, a biker scout on a on a speeder bike. So that's pretty cool. Hey. Hell yeah. So th these next couple pictures here are from the uh there was a Rancho Obi-Wan uh Boba Fett exhibit and this is some of the pictures from that. So you know, obviously they had they had one to honor Jeremy Bullock cuz you know he passed away and he's not he's no longer with us but just some cool little Jeremy Bullock stuff and uh you know like signed figures and custom figures and signed art and pictures and that kind of deal. And there was this cool jacket that I'm like, yo, this thing looks badass. So I I I take a picture of that. I think it looked great. Um and then after that it's just you know the Rancho Obi-Wan banner that kind of was there. I had more pictures of that, but I I guess they didn't upload whatever, that's fine. And then after that, we just got a little R2 walking around that I saw. Let me take a picture of this R2. And yeah. then back to that. Oh, but we're back at the Hasbro booth because I forgot to take some pictures. So we have some Rogue One figures at the top, Black Series. We got the Bodhi Rook. We got Galen Urso. We got a Blue Leader, Antok Merrick. We got a Sand Trooper. And then uh, Saw Gerrera himself. Below that, we have uh, Admiral Rampart, Crosshair, uh, Omega, Tech, and Cad Bane. And then below that, you have Aura Singh, 212th Attack Battalion clone. Got another clone. And then below that, you have Yavin Ceremony Leia, Ponda Baba, Dr. Evazan. And then figuring Dan in the modal nodes. Chanting a band. Oh, yeah. Uh, and then next slide after this, we have Antok Merrick's. So Blue Leader's X-Wing for Vintage Collection. That thing looked cool. And then below that, we have some comic Black Series figures. So uh, Leia on the left is from one of the canon novels. Uh, I believe it's also a skin that she has in Battlefront 2. And then Vader on the right is an incorrect figure because she should have a blue lightsaber. I don't know why they gave him red. It should be blue, though. But uh, this is from the Star Wars Infinities comics from, like, the 90s, I believe, where, like, what if Vader turned into the light side? So the figure is fine. It's basically just a, a white Vader, right? Like, like a Vader whose armor was painted white. But again, they fucked up because he, he should have a blue lightsaber, not a red one. So they mm -hmm. they messed up on that. They they messed up on that. I don't know why I don't know why they were like he should still have the red. But anyway, that's what that's supposed to be. So that's the end of day one. Then we have day two. So next picture is of me at the beginning of day two. I'm standing in line 
so this line that I'm in right now is currently or, or for like to and to get inside of the uh, the the uh, convention center. So there I am waiting. But anyway, I figured I would take a picture of myself each day at the start of the day, so I know like what like where a day ends and where a day starts. You know, so yeah, that's what that's for. So next slide here, Samurai Vader, dude. Look at that. They had full size Vader armor with the little Vader saber sword there at the bottom too. Very cool looking. Very, very cool looking. And then I saw, oh, and then this next picture, I saw this dude as I was walking the floor and I'm like, yo, let me take a picture of you real quick, man. And it's an N7 Mass Effect Mandalorian, bro. And he looks Hell pretty yeah. badass. Look at Commander Shepard there, walking around. Yeah, I, I had to ask this guy for a picture because I'm like, yo, dude, come on. You look badass. <laughs> so there you go. How do you have to get that one? Um, and the next thing after that is the life-size TIE fighter they had on the floor there. And we have a Darth Nihilus cosplayer below it. Yeah, look at that. But yeah, that's the last... Oh, and there's a Lando on the, on the front there too. Look at that. Uh, but yeah, life-size TIE fighter, dude. There was lines of take a picture with the TIE fighter and everything, but I'm like, I don't care. I'm just, I, just, I just want a picture of the thing. Uh, after that, more walking around uh, back at the Sideshow one, I think. We have Casca figure. Oh, did Sharn with the E-Web. There's a cool little, like, C-3PO inside of the C-3PO uh, like, little bus thing. That was kind of neat. And there was some cool art of Grogu and Mando, you know, Din. And then uh, I missed these from the Kotobukiya booth, but it was a Kylo Ren artifacts figure, uh, industrial, like, revolution kind of Vader. Steam like, like steampunk a, like, Vader. Look at him. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, that's what I was going to say. Steampunk Vader and then the Ray. So there you go. Like anime, anime looking Ray and Kylo and then steampunk Vader. Which that Vader looks pretty cool, right? I think it looks pretty dope. But uh, then there was a BBA on the floor, and I'm like, let me take a quick picture of BBA. And BBA was looking at me, so I'm like, all right, we'll take a picture of you, little guy. And then this, oh, so get ready. This is when I was on my way to the Droid Builders uh, little club thing that they had. So they had this cool little, like, you know, we see these in the movies, right? Like they're like the little things they have at the Rebel base and the Resistance base and whatnot. So I was like, oh, this is cool. Let me take a picture of that. And then here we go. We're going to have a bunch of pictures of droids. So get ready. First droid. Black and red. The little, little white outlines there. Pretty dope. Good color scheme. Like the color of it. Then we got a chopper. Chopper. Wah, 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 wah. Then we got an R2. Some of them you can see that the name plates are in there. I tried to get I tried to get the name plates where I could, but some of them were kind of further away. But uh, yeah, you'll you'll see them there. R two K seven. We have a silver and purple droid right here. Hell yeah! And I, I knew Josh would would uh, would would like that one for obvious mm -hmm. reasons. Of, That's uh, my astro make. The the purple. <laughs> yeah, I did R two K seven. Man, it's a cool cool little guy. And then we got uh, BB nine E obviously from you know Last Jedi. Uh, then we got another black and silver gray astromech, like an imperial one looks good. Then we got a BD one. Look at him, man! His little orange and hey. everything. 
had it on top of a crate. I was like, we gotta, we gotta take a picture of this little guy. And then I just, I just wanted to take a picture of, like, all of the like, but they had banners on the on the side, like flags and stuff. Uh-huh. So I was like, let me take a picture of all the banners and whatnot. So they have a rebel one, Black Sun, the rebel star, you know, Starbird, Mandalorian. Like they had a bunch of banners. So anyway, then this next story. Look at this next astromech, dude. It's a what the fuck? But look at its face. It's it's like a, yeah. it has like a Mandalorian head, dude. It's like a Mandalorian visor on the helmet or on the yeah, dome. Yeah, that's cool. So it's a Mando droid. I was like, that's cool, dude. Look at that. Yeah, it has a little mini gun on the side, and like, this guy looks like he's about to kill somebody, dude. So that's a cool looking droid. Then you got a cool little like R four or R five kind of droid here. Hey, what's going on, Katie? Hi, then Katie. we have some. We have some pit droids playing some uh, Dejaric on the little chess table there um, with the Death Star flag in the back. Then we have a BB-8 next to an R2 right there. And then we have an NRS-3, cool little, little droid fella standing on top of a crate as well. Then we have AZ-3. From you know Bad Batch and the Clone Wars, cool little, cool little dude as well. Then you got the was R five, two three two. Then you have a KX series droid. Where, actually, I think this is just K two S O. So yeah, K two S O on the little panel there. You know, at the end of Rogue One, trying to get Jin and Cassian into the thing. Anyway, uh. More droids as we continue on here. Uh, oh, this LXR5 is kind of cool too. I like the little, I like the color scheme. It's like white and orange and yellow. I know it's kind of neat. Uh, R2A3, which is like a bronze and red kind of kind of deal. Cool looking. Uh, we have SDK4. Little like uh, droid with legs there. Then we got the R2. I believe this is V2. R2 V2. Looking like Iron Man's droid right here. Uh, yes. And these were actually created by people, the droid builders, uh, you know, guys and 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 crew and people and ladies and all that. Mm-hmm. And then we have the R2 who is serving drinks on Jabba's sail barge. Oh, yeah. Look at that. He's, got, he's got the drinks and everything, man. Look at that. Hell yeah. Server droid R2. Uh, we got R2-D4 as well. Pretty cool. I like I like the weathering in some of these, man. Like, they're just so, like, detailed and everything, man. It's so cool. Then you got uh, R3-D19 with the clear gnome. You can kind of see the insides of that one there. That's pretty cool. And then... And then you got the uh, Jawa Jawa working on R two right there. I was like, oh, let's take a picture of that. R four K two, kind of cool little color scheme as well. Kind of a dark green with the black and blue with the silver there. Then you have what I like to call the Lakers droid because you have R three S M A. Look at that, purple and gold, baby, purple and gold with the with the with the silver there. 
Uh, then we got, of course, R2Q5, classic Imperial droid from the original trilogy right there, from, I believe, the second Death Star. Uh, then we have a Treadwell droid next to a Pit droid there. The next one. Then <laughs> they had a, they had Porkzilla, dude. I was like, I got to take a picture of Porkzilla. So hey, there he is. Porkzilla. Let's go. Porkzilla. The little name tag there. Uh... So Porkzilla just chilling, chilling on his chair. Then you got some Jawas. After that, with some droid parts, Camtono there. And then you have some mouse droids, and one of them has a fucking minigun, dude. Look at that thing. Look at the mouse droid at the bottom. That thing has a fucking straight up a minigun, dude. It's nuts. <laughs> Johnny Five's not playing around anymore. Oh no, man! It's got a grenade all, launcher on it too. Look. Yeah, look at that. Just like one. Could you imagine, like, at some point, we see a Star Wars show, and then they just then this thing busts out and starts shooting at just, you know, just rolls around the corner. <laughs> be nuts, oh, dude. That'd be terrifying. Then after that, we have an Ugnot working on some droid stuff. There, look at that bunch of droid pieces with some crates and whatnot. You got a Kowaki and monkey lizard with a with a uh, protocol droid head, and there's you know, really cool stuff. Then we have like a, after that we have like an IG droid body with a like protocol droid inside kind of deal. Then there's just a tropical looking pit droid. He's wearing like a little, you know, he's hanging out at the beach, chill, man. Chill shirt, yeah. He's, he's, he's catching some rays, on. you know. Yep. Then we got R6 T28. That one looks really pretty cool. cool. Looking little droid, yeah. Then you got NRS3. Cool little ball droid. Then there's R4M4. Pretty cool looking. That thing has well. seen some shit. Look at that. Beat all the pieces. Yeah, look at that. <laughs> I love the weathering that they have on these droids, man. Then we have another pit droid working on another uh, protocol droid. Then you got L337 from Solo. Hey. droid. So there she is. There's L3. Then you got this droid uh, to, the, to the right of that, which I like the color scheme. It's it's, it's quite different. It's quite creative, you know. Like we don't really, mm -hmm. you don't really get to see like a dark green and black droid with like, what is that? Like a beige or a cream kind of color? I, I don't think know, it's like it a cr a cream. I'd call it a cream, like uh, yeah, cream. like a creamish kind of color. So I think that mm -hmm. looks pretty. That that's pretty like you know different. I like it. Know, yeah, else. I like it. And uh, we keep moving on through here. There's a bunch of other, so you can see, as you can see, there's a variety of droids, not just like, not just like the, the same kind of, you know, astromax. Like there's a bunch of variety of droids here. Yeah, Katie, a little bit kind of like that, except for the cream. But yeah, and we have an RA7 droid, and then there's Toto 360, dude, Ked Bane's little homie from Clone Wars and Bad Batch. So shout out to Toto. And uh, we have another one, RE8X. Cool. And then get ready, because we have a we have a very uh uh what's the word for this? Disturbing maybe looking one, but <laughs> the minion droid. There it is. Look at that. It is a, a Astromech minion droid, obviously, based off of the minions from the Despicable Me movies. 
if you uh uh there it is and it's literally called m1n10n so obviously <laughs> you know minion it's got uh, the, the, the creepy clever, looking actually. eyes got the denim <laughs> on it so if you guys want a little minion droid there you go man this is gonna start That's going it. na 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 banana na right <laughs> And then the droid after that is also really interesting with the color scheme and everything. Uh, then the one after that has, has some Orbesh on it. I like this one. I like the color scheme. I'm not a yeah. big fan of this type of head. Uh, the uh, mm -hmm. the like cone, R4, R5 kind of head. Yeah. I'm not a big fan of that one. Uh, but I like the oh. color scheme on this one. It's clean. It looks sleek. I like it. Yeah. It looks, looks real good. Then we have an R5-D4 classic from A New Hope, man. There it is. Oh, yeah. And then we got some buzz droids, obviously, from the prequels. Uh, buzz droids. Buzz buzz. And then we have a little, like, Dalek-looking droid from, like, the little Doctor Who crossover kind of dealio. Um, then you have, like, another R2 droid. Orange, kind of kind of cool looking then you have like a graffiti tagged up droid r4 dt look at that dude look at that dude pretty wicked DT. looking huh he got your name <laughs> yep r4 dt dude really cool then there's like a gray and silver black and white one i was kind of like, hey, kinda like that that's well. pretty cool and then the next one kind of looks like a like a maintenance kind of caution caution yeah. looking kind of cool. droid over here with the yellow and black then we have t-e-a-l a-l-5 which is also really neat tiny looking little I droid i like the i like the colors on this one i like the uh, yeah like I, I like yeah the blue i was gonna say the blue is a really good looking color uh then we have another uh, imperial looking droid here after that Another R5. And we have R7A2. It's like a white, black, silver, that's and the, red. That's the Mass Effect droid. There you go, man. We have BB23, which also is really cool. I like the color scheme on that one as well. And then we have R3A1 Ooh, or R, R9A1. Also really good color scheme. I like it. I like it. Yeah, look at that. Look at that. Really, really I like cool that color. Thing. A cool color, and then and then somebody made an Ahsoka Tano mouse droid. So look at that MSE 6 that's an Ahsoka uh stylized uh mouse droid. Shout out to Jesse Long from Dallas, Texas. <laughs> yep, awesome build to you, Jesse. Jesse Long from Dallas, Texas, that made this Ahsoka Tano uh mouse droid. And then we have another wicked looking R2 on the next slide. So this Damn. R2 was actually. This R2 was spinning in like, you know, 360. Like it was was moving around constantly. So it's got all the gadgets and stuff out. Then after that, we have another mouse droid with kind of like a little Dianoga eye sticking out of it. Oh, hell no, dude. Fuck <laughs> Hell no. And then we got some little Ugna homies after that. Cool little dudes. And then we got another cool looking droid, R9D3. A little yellow, white. And then we have uh, one of the Jabba's Palace droids, EV-99. And then, oh, dude, 
Do you, do you, so do you guys remember the little bunny droid from from Clone Wars, and and we also saw it in the Book of Boba Fett. Mm-hmm. Look at that! They had one there, dude. It was so cool. I was like, look at that! It's a little hey. little is. dude. Yeah, it's cool. Then after that, we have guess guess what? Guess what? Look look, look what's hey! after that one, dude. Yes, sir. HK forty seven, dude. Hey! Our, our boy. There's the homie. HK. I was oh, like, I hell yeah! I built that. Thank you so much. That's awesome. That's great. HK forty seven. Hell yeah! Dude. Oh, you guys, if you've never played and you don't know who HK is, oh man, I'm so sorry for you because one of the HK coolest droids dude. in Star Wars, greatest, the greatest droid in the galaxy, man. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, there's HK, and then after that, we have some uh. KX series uh, battle droid commando dudes from Clone Wars. Oh, man. Somebody give him a mock. Yeah, right? And then you have the tactical <laughs> droid from also from Clone Wars, and there you go, man. And that's where's the my... end of... Uh... Where's what? <laughs> I was going to say, where's my mop guy at? Come on. Where's he at? Give him a mop. Mop yeah, and right? mm. Sorry. That's yeah, a... So... It's a... For those of you that don't know, it's from one of our Star Wars RPG games we played. It's it's from uh it's from uh what was it what was it? fuck what was it called it was called what was it Galaxy in Peril or what was it? Yes, I believe it was Galaxy in Peril. Actually, anyway, it may have been the our... one shot we had Katie with us. Oh, oh yeah, it might have been the one, one shot. Yeah, I don't know if Katie remembers that, but Katie was in a Star Wars <laughs> RPG one shot with us. Oh yeah, once years ago. Yeah, like twenty eight, like twenty eighteen. We're probably talking about. But anyway. That's that's the end of day two because the next picture is the final day, day three. There you go. There's my beginning of the day selfie there, and uh, I'm waiting outside again. I got my Grogu T-shirt on. I got my jacket because you guys know I like to wear jackets. I'm, I'm a jacket guy, man. I, I like to wear cool jackets, dude. So there you go. I have, I got one there, and then uh, yeah, we can move on. So first cosplay I saw of the day, Samurai Golden Vader. Holy Jesus. And uh, right by the Hilton Hotel right there. And then, yeah, this guy has the flags on his back, as you can see. And I don't know if you can tell, but some of the pieces of his armor are made out of, like, TIE Fighter wings and stuff. That's cool. So I was like, got to get a picture of this guy. And then after that, the next slide. Hey. You can kind of see a bunch of cosplayers. Uh, Dark Wayne Ducks back there. Hey, look at Captain yeah. America Commando. Look at that. Yeah, Captain. So, so you, you you would not believe, or you might believe, that there's a, a million and one, or even more than that, amount of different nice. Mandalorian Smart cosplay fit, combinations we can do. <laughs> so you have the Mariachi Adorian, or whatever you want to call him, the Mandalorian Mariachi bro in the front there on the left. With the with the you know guitar case, and you got the the lady next to him, and then you got like the Aztec Mando in the middle there with the chunk glass, and then you got like a, I guess that's like a Smurfette Mando lady there in the front next to the Jawa Mando, who's also next to like the military army Mando bro, next to the Damo Chewy and the the Hawaiian biker scout uh, bro. And then you have behind them, you kind of have like a what is that? Like a Jafar looking Mandalorian dude below Darkwing Duck over there. Uh, oh, yeah, got, it is. Got, oh, yeah. I didn't even notice that. 
Yeah, then you got like uh obviously the Captain America and Tony Stark Mandalorians there. Uh, above Snow White and uh you got the Mulan with the lightsaber and you got the Din Djarin with the with the suit with the gray suit and the dark saber. And there was a dude in a dinosaur blow up dinosaur like <laughs> thing and, he, and they dr- and they have Jedi robes on the dinosaur thing. Look at that. <laughs> uh, and then obviously you have like Big Lebowski Luke from, you know, next to the Jedi Temple Guard, Imperial Guard. And yeah, it was, you know, pretty cool, man. So there's a lot of cool. And then another thing, they're not in this picture, but after after I took this picture, there was some Game of Thrones slash Star Wars uh, cosplayers as well. So, for example, there was somebody who who was the Night King from from Game of Thrones. Mm Mm-hmm. And they made they ma- they Darth Mollified him, so he had like a double blade blue lightsaber and stuff. And there was like a there was like a Khaleesi Mandalorian, and there or you know uh, uh what else? I'm trying to think of. There was like you know the the dragons, you know like Mandalorian dudes. It was cool. They weren't in this picture unfortunately because they showed up afterwards, but they were there. And then after that, I had to stop in armor and be like, let's take a picture of you, armor. So there she is, looking pretty. Pretty dope in her gear with her tools. Oh, you can kind of see like the Night King guy back there in this photo. Oh yeah, there nice. he is. Yeah, look at that. Yes. So yeah, you can kind of see him. There's that's the guy I was talking about. The Night King Darth Maul bro. And then you can kind of see the dragon Mandalorian dude there off to his left. Yes, hell yeah. I'm not lying. I told you guys it was real. <laughs> uh there they are in the back. Yeah, good good call, Josh, because I didn't even I was just, yeah, I didn't Oh, even, trust I me, I'm I, I noticed the person in the front, but I'm always like scanning the back to be like, what interesting goings on did we not yeah, realize yeah, yeah. was happening when we took this photo? <laughs> and then after that we have we have Ghostbuster Mandos. Hey, that looks great. They had, the, they had the proton packs and everything. So that was pretty cool, yeah. Who are you gonna call? Do, you do, 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 do. That's cool. And then after that is when we get into the uh, the video oh, goes yeah, again. For, so we want to skip that ahead. We can go back I'm to skipping the, through. Uh, you can we did the so, Tales of the Jedi stuff. So Tales of the Jedi, yeah, they we talked about that already, but that was a really, really, really cool panel. Uh, obviously, Baby Ahsoka and all that, and 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 young Count Dooku and young Qui Gon and and all that. But then, okay, so this this next set of pictures here, this is I think this is the last group of pictures that we have to before we actually no, that's I'm wrong because there's a few other stuff after that. Okay, all right. So after the Tales of the Jedi panel, they have this thing called the Mandalorian Experience, which is an exhibit where they have screen used, screen used props from the Mandalorian, the Book of Boba Fett, you know, the TV shows. Mm-hmm. So, so a lot of this stuff you see here is screen used from the shows. So this is what this exhibit is. So here we go. We have a little droid here, and we it's have a train, Quill train himself. Driver. Yeah, little train dude. Yeah, it's the train yeah, driver from okay. the book from the book of Boba. There's Quill. Then we have uh, one of the you know what's his name John John Leguizamo's uh, character. You know the little the one eyed dude. Mm-hmm. And you got an R two. You got a, some sick Mando uh, art. Then they had like a model of the Razor Crest. 
and an X6 shuttle. Then you had Din's N1. The the photos look kind of crappy because the lighting was kind of bad in that in that area. Yeah. Gotcha. So you have the N1, then you got the Imperial Cruiser. Then you have like there was a, a cockpit of the Razor Crest with the Din Djarin inside of it, and it was pretty awesome. You can kind of see there it looked pretty great. Alright. Then you got uh, the uh, Mont Calamari Fisherman. Uh, which you can kind of see here. Sorry. And then to the I was a little right behind because somebody was knocking on my door. <laughs> oh, you're good. You're good. So you got the uh, the, the Mont Calamari bro, the Quarren dudes, the Fisherman from Mando. Then you have uh, Din Djarin or uh, Grogu's little pram from season one. And you have Frog Lady with her little tank full of hey, eggs. Hey, hey. There. Look at that. So I'd take a picture of the tank. There it is. You can't see the eggs inside of it. And then here we go. Ice spider eggs. Do you look at that? There they were. Cool. Then you have uh, the carbonite bros with the droid dude. And uh, then after that, I kind of took a video. This is a video of the full size N1. And one starfighter they had there. So look at that. So that's kind of what the exhibit looked like. You can kind of see I moved the camera around a little bit too, so you guys can kind of see, you get a feel of what it was like to be there. Hey, that's cool. So there's all, as you can see, all kinds of stuff. Everybody taking pictures, and you know, so many people there. You can hear Baby Grogu in the back. And then yeah, that that was the N one dude. It was really dope. So next thing we have here is the Camtono with the Beskar ingots and Dinjarin's little hollow puck. So again, these are all screen-used props, man. Really, really, really dope stuff that we they had there. Uh, what else they got here? Uh, oh, Dinjarin's weapons. So Dinjarin's little danger, this little tiny, tiny little pistol there on the left. You got his uh, little little cable cord there he has on his gauntlet. Then you can kind of see the fork of his rifle there. And then if you move to the right picture, you kind of see the rest of the rifle and his little pistol. And then you also see his little knife belt with his vibro blade as well, which is pretty badass. And then you have an Imperial Flamethrower with the Darksaber. Then you have some Imperial weapons, like some pistols and the Dark Trooper Blaster and all that good stuff. More blasters and knives and all this, you know, Boba's E3 and just all of these cool props that were in the show. Then you have the Mudhorn Egg. You know, Jawa's screaming out, Suka, Suka, you know, they want the egg. Um, got some more costumes, um, I believe from the people of Navarro. 
got some Kawaki and Monkey Lizard. You got some right. You got a rat. You got IG Eleven. Got Grief Karga's outfit. You got the little droid dude in the back that was, you know, maneuvering the lava boat at the end of season one. There's a little hologram there too. Got some Jawas, some off-world Jawas there, just chilling. Got uh, what's his name, uh, the Twi'lek dudes outfit. Uh, Gore Koresh, Lejan Logazama's guy, right there, his character. Then you have all the graffiti and all the you know all the wall art from you know the background of of, of that. Uh, of that planet, which is pretty dope. Seeing all that. Just seeing cool ass Star Wars graffiti, man. Look at that. And then you have uh some of the Clatoonian dudes. How nice of them to put then... Ron Perlman on display. <laughs> oh man. <laughs> I know that sounded kind of shitty, but I mean, yeah, I kinda see it. He always has the makeup <laughs> on, so it looks like I mean, you know when they put him in things? You know, I, you know. Yeah, 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 yeah. I see. <laughs> And then Ron, we have if you're the... watching this, I love you. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fuck me. Then you got the the, uh, the fake dragon, fake dragon uh, head. That looks fuck. You got a good photo of this. This looks fucking awesome. This is a great that is, photo. Uh, yeah, fake dragon head's pretty cool. If you if you move to the next slide. You can see kind of the the front of it. The fake dragon hand. There you go. It's the original study model for that. That's cool. So yeah, that's pretty pretty bad ish. Then you kinda of got to see more of the other props and stuff. Dark Trooper there you you have. Moff Gideon's outfit. With the little pistol and everything. You have Peli Motto's outfit. You got R5. And you can kind of see Max Rebo in the back of that. Max Rebo. I see him. Yeah. Then you got the armor and her tools and stuff. Then you have Yoda's lightsaber, which we get to see at the end of the Book of Boba Fett when Luke offers it to Grogu. And he obviously doesn't take it, but there is Yoda's saber. Then we have, and then you have Grogu's little Beskar chainmail. Look at that! Oh yeah, from from the show, there it is. And then you have the mail, the Beskar mail wrap as well. Pretty cool stuff. You got the little uh, signet there, and all the armors, tools that she uses. And then that is the droid that I believe uh, moves around the little carriage vehicle that they use on Tatooine. Then you have Cad Bane's revolvers. Cad Bane's little blaster pistols. Hey, those look cool. With the scopes and everything. Yeah, they're pretty, pretty sick. Then you have Cad Bane himself. So his gear is looking pretty sick. Then you got uh, Casca, Casca Reeves' uh, Mando gear. Then you have Bo-Katan, Bo-Katan's headpiece. 
And then you have something creepy looking, but it's the prosthetics behind the Cad Bane look. So you can kind of see you have the like face piece, you have the eyes, you have like the mouthpiece, and then the little chin area thing. So yeah, there you go. The actor who was Cad Bane, dude, they wore all that stuff. And then what else we got? Oh, we got the Tuskins from Book of Boba. Look at that. You got the little the little puppy, puppy dog at the bottom there, the massive. You got the little Tuscan kid, Tuscan war chief behind him, and a couple of Tuscan dudes on the right there. Then on the left, I had to get the warrior herself because she's a badass. Yeah. And look at her, man. Looking awesome. Then I had to be, you know, like a bantha. Had had to capture <laughs> the bantha, dude. There it is. Mm-hmm. Dude, this thing was moving around and making noises and stuff, and it was cool. Then you got some Jawas. You got the catapult thing they use to take try to take down the Crate Dragon at the beginning of Mando season two. And then we got Ahsoka's lightsaber as we got the Shoto and the normal one. There they are again. You get a look from up top this time. Pretty cool to get to see the hilts like that up close. And then we have the outfit Rosario Dawson wears, the robes and all of it. There it is. Pretty great. Then we have uh, Book of Boba Sanctuary. We have uh, Garza Whips, cool dress, headgear thing. And you got your boy Max Rebo in the back over there. So yeah, all, all the cool outfits Garza wore. And then on the right, we have uh, Morgan Elsbeth, who was the lady in the Mandalorian Season 2 that fought Ahsoka. Uh, and then that's, I believe, the armor next to her. I think that might be... Uh, I think that might have been... What's his name? Uh, Michael Bean's character's uh, outfit. Think I'm 100 on that, but I think it might have been. Then we have the pikes, so you can kind of get to see the little pike, uh, little head head gear, face helmet thing. Pretty cool. Then we have a mold of Clancy Brown's face, because as you guys recall, they made him a Deveronian, so you can kind of see how. All that went in for uh, for Clancy Brown there, which is pretty cool. Mm-hmm. I love seeing behind the scenes stuff like that. Then next slide we have Cobb Vant and his speeder bike, which is obviously you know a pod racer engine. So there you go. Then we have those uh, biker dudes from Book of Boba, Nikto Bros, their speeder bikes. Then stormtrooper helmets on the on the pikes, and then we could see some more blasters, including uh, uh, what's his name, uh, Bob Vance blaster. He's his is the one that has little wraps on him, and then his little blaster pistol on the right. Got that. Then we get to see uh, Fennec Shand. And you know Boba's palace, Boba's palace throne room, I should say. 
And uh, yeah, there's the throne room chair, and you got the the armor of Boba there, and then you got the Gamorrean bro in the back. You have all kinds of like stools and tables and, and and stuff on the wall and everything. That's pretty cool. Then they had the Rancor head, along with Danny Danny Trejo's Rancor keeper outfit right next to that. So that was pretty cool. And then further on in, you had an X-Wing pilot. I believe that's... Is it Trapper Wolfskier, maybe? Might be. Then you got the Paz Vizsla Mando armor, which looks great right there. And then you got the, uh, the labor facility they used. And then, that's the, and then that was the last picture, I believe, of the Mando uh, exhibit. Because the next thing we have after that our costumes from Obi-Wan Kenobi. So this one is the fourth sister. Uh, then you have the fifth brother. Then you got the third sister. Grand Inquisitor. And last but not least, Obi-Wan Kenobi's gear. Is, you know, worn by Ewan McGregor. So that's pretty dope. That's cool. And then, And then lastly... I just went back to the Hasbro booth because they added some new stuff after the Hasbro panel that I didn't get a chance to go look at again. So they have uh, Stark Trooper, Artillery Stormtrooper Trooper Helmet. Uh, more, more uh, we got some Obi-Wan Black Series and Vintage Collection along with uh, Fifth Brother and Grand Inquisitor Black Series. And then... We have, uh, yeah, basically same thing on this one. Then we have a riot scout trooper from the new game, Star Wars Jedi Survivor. So this is going to be one of the enemy types in the game. We're going to have a you know, scout trooper with a riot shield. And then we have the fourth sister there as well. I'm pretty cool. You got a mall also there. Then this next one is kind of terrible because the the glare. Yeah. So they had a Star Wars logo with the glare in the back. I I couldn't really get good pictures, but it's Ala Sakura basically. Black Series Ace Ala Sakura. So you you can move on from that. Oh, the next slide you can kind of see a better version of it. So see that Star Wars the light and the font there. It's lit up back then. That's what was the glare. It was so like lit up and yeah. But this is what this is what it was. It was the Ala Sakura Black Series that they announced. So that's what that was. Also, by the way, I was at the Hasbro panel, and guess what they announced, dude? What's that? Something that we, something that we've been waiting a long time for. They announced not only Darth Malik, but Bastila Black Series figures coming. The, did they the really? Show. I didn't even see that. Yeah, they did. They did. Because I, I, I was at the panel, and they they announced hey. down, those, those are pipeline figures. So we're getting Bastila, and they oh, also said that they're they're gonna look they're gonna look like their appearance in the Kotor remake. Whoa. So that's so that's gonna be interesting. Um, but yeah. Uh, what else we got here? Oh, there's the Mall uh Clone Wars season seven uh, Black Series. And then we have uh some figures from the some uh some vintage collection figures from Star Wars Jedi Survivor. What I thought was interesting is that we're going to be getting Magna Guards in that game. Look at that. Yeah, that'd be neat. But these are all going to these are all going to be enemy types in the new game, so that's kind of cool that they would you know even 
I'm surprised they're Monster. even showing this, to be honest with you. <laughs> I know, dude. I was too, because they because sh- they showed this at the Hasbro panel, and then they decided to display the figures. I'm like, oh fuck. Well, I guess we know what to expect from the game now, right? Look at that. Mm-hmm. And then another cool thing that they brought out was they're doing concept art, Obi Wan and and Vader, That's Black neat. Series. That's just a cool little thing for all the concept, uh, you know, fans. And then right before I left, they had, there was some cosplayers taking a picture in front of the Hasbro Mandalorian thing. And how could you not do it? There was Casca, Bo-Katan, and Axe, Wolves. Like, oh, come on, man. I had to do it. And then I took one last final picture before I left. And it was just a banner. And then there so happened to be an Anakin and Obi-Wan dueling uh, <laughs> with the Padme. There was a Padme taking a picture of them. But that was it. That was Star Wars Celebration Anaheim 2022 in pictures. There's so much more that I saw that I couldn't take pictures of. But look at the uh, man. Look at the kid Boba Fett over there in the corner. Look at him. That's what it's all about. So look, funny story. About. That little kid Boba Fett started attacking the, the Obi-Wan and Anakin <laughs> and, and, and cosplayers. Because you, you can kind of see him staring them down, right? In the picture. Yeah. He's like, let's go. So after that, he ran up on him and it was like play shooting at him, you know? And Obi-Wan was kind of blocking the shots to go along with it or whatever. <laughs> oh, that's fun. So that, was, so that was cool. But there it is, that's man. Awesome. That's, those, are, those are my pictures and videos of Celebration, man. Uh, awesome, dude. Uh, it seems so, like a good time. It was. It was an awesome, awesome time. I uh, There's a lot of cool Star Wars stuff coming up talk about so i can't wait to uh, discuss that with you guys including obi-wan which is currently airing um but i feel like i've been talking way too much so josh i feel like we should wrap it up here man i think it's time to go we have a this is a four almost 15 more minutes and it'd be a four and a half hour show so i feel like we should wrap it up guys we i'm sure daniel needs to get some food i'm sure he's probably starving i do Uh, actually actually, let's let's get them going I have not eaten all day today, dude. So I need to get some food. Let's get this sure. man, this man, some food. All right, we're gonna throw it over to you, DT. You're up. All right. Thank you guys for checking out, or listening to, or watching this podcast. Uh, appreciate it as always. I'm gonna be live coming up. We're gonna be playing uh, Assassin's Creed Liberation, or or is it Liberation? I think it's called Liberation. I think I it's know, Liberation. One of the Assassin's Creed games. Yeah, it is Liberation. Assassin's Creed Liberation. Starting that tomorrow. My the outer my uh playthrough of the outer worlds is going up on YouTube, so check that out. Uh, obviously reacting to all kinds of stuff. I reacted to the Bad Batch yesterday, so go check that out. Um, and we're gonna be talking about Obi Wan here pretty soon. Uh, when that's over, so stay tuned for more Star Wars talk with that. And then what else? What else? What else? Um, I'm gonna be I'm gonna be continuing to watch Stranger Things. We'll talk about that next week. And then for next week's show, we're gonna be talking. To, we're gonna be doing some more D and D world building. So stay tuned for that, guys. That'll be uh, that will be uh, very very fun. So hope to see you guys there. Have a good one. I've I've been talking way too much, so I need to shut up now. So <laughs> bye everybody. See you later. Thank peace out. All right, guys. Thank you so much for coming by and checking us out. If you're listening to us on the podcast, or oh, sorry, on the audio format. We're available in all those places, Spotify, uh, just Amazon, the whole, we got it everywhere, um, guys. Um, thank you so much for, for supporting us. I know we took last week off, 
but then, but I think it's it's okay to take a break every once in a while, refresh. DT had this celebration coming up, and I had that migraine, and it was just like it was a lot. It was a lot to do. So just thank you everybody that comes by and checks out the show and and gives us support and stuff. Please share us around if you can. We appreciate that. Um, come by next week, D and D World Building. I'm going to say it because I say it every time. I have no idea what we're going to do, but we'll do something. It'll be fun. Um, we always have fun doing it. Uh, and we're going to get out of here, guys. Uh, uh, and we will see you all next time. Bye-bye.